When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are live. You don't even have to look live. You know we're live. Hopefully you've set the reminder, the bookmark, and everything as we bring you a final Super Bowl-driven Football Friday. Now, are we able to say that word? I'm not able to say – I'm not supposed to say that word. No, no, no. It's big game-driven. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Big game-driven. That's a violation to mention the other. It is. Yes. uh, We actually had to stop the taping at one point last week because of that phrase being thrown around. Why is that? Because we don't have the, I'm on, I'm doing, we don't have rights and we don't have the rights. (laughs) Come on, man. It's same thing. You You can't say it. You serious business, Barrett. You think this is a joke? I did think it was a joke until you guys just, you know, said this. Are you kidding me? Why don't you text the big boss? At your place, yeah. Matt, if you can get out there on Sunday and flailing around Super Bowl this, mm-hmm. Super Bowl that, because I'm yeah. just wait. Why don't you I get can. on it? I will. Go ahead, get on NBC Sports Philly this weekend and start throwing the SB word around. Go right. ahead. Right. All this got to be really show. serious because you mm-hmm. guys really are saying it right now. Oh, that's crazy. No, there's there's no if ands about it. This is more serious than losing to Portland at home. Yeah, this is ridiculous. What is no game, no McCollum? What's going on here? Yeah, well, that 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 tells you that (laughs) if you ever, if anybody ever doubted whether or not guys, especially in games where it's easier to do that in eighty-two or one sixty-two, take nights off, but don't really take nights off. Right. Got a lot of guys just out there last night. Kind of like doing sports radio. You know, you you show up, you're in front of the microphone, (laughs) you know, the red light goes on, but you got nothing. But you're going to finish the show, and it doesn't mean it was a good show, but you showed up. living out of that, Harry. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying saying is this, man, it's getting ridiculous. Like, even, even, even Eleanor. You can't say Eleanor without this woman coming and, and, and suing you. If you try to build a, a, a car like Eleanor going to 60 seconds, she'll come sue you. Eleanor. If you I, try yeah. that, that, that um, the, it's a 69 Mustang. I knew an Eleanor. She was <laughs> one of my best friends in, in high school's mom, Eleanor. <laughs> well, Eleanor is the, in my life named Eleanor. Yeah, well, it's the only Eleanor I knew. Yeah. I don't know an Eleanor, but all I know is the going to the new going to sixty seconds. Eleanor is a great car with the black stripe going down it. You know, mm-hmm. it was this iconic car. Um, you know, every time he tried to steal it, you know, the, uh, what's what's the actor's? I forget what the actor's name. Hey, hey, um, Vin Diesel. Line. No, 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 no. It's um, uh, uh, 
face-off guy. What is his name? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, yes. Nicholas Cage would try to steal it. It would always do something, break down or something like that. I mean, it didn't matter what. If it was a 69 Mustang, it would always go wrong for him. Mm. So at this point, you know, they've taken ownership of the name being characterized as Eleanor. And, and anytime somebody tries to build a car in that likeness, mm-hmm. she comes and she sues them. Good. Well, Eleanor, Eleanor is greater than Karen then, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eleanor yeah. would kick Karen's ass. <laughs> yeah, no question about that. Okay. No question about that. Right. And and then if you if we kick her out of our show, just like okay. LeBron did. Oh my goodness. A half ass apology and, and now everybody moved on. Well, you have to, man. Happened. <laughs> you wanted something to happen to her? No, but my point is, is I I didn't lose sleep. My hair didn't gray. Like I didn't go nuts at, at three hundred and fifty strangers over a story that in a day and a half died. Yeah, and nobody's talking about it anymore. Like all I, right, I right. don't get that. I don't right. get like I have to take to Twitter and let everybody know how I feel. Yeah, or, that's, that's, I'm with you. Hey, that's hey, new wave. Worry. I care. I care. Like that's the, that's I think worse is people rushing to a story that look okay, great. Like it's mm. she's an idiot. We get it. She's an right. idiot. Well, hold but on. I'm about to. I'm about I to do us some good. I, I need to let everybody know that I care. Right. <laughs> well, look at this. Hold on. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna give us an opportunity to say the word. Wait. Hold on. Uh oh. What is going on here? Do you have any idea what's happening here, Aton? No, I thought. And we is that coffee about... you're drinking? The people are gonna ask. Yes, it's coffee. Oh, okay. Right. I need my coffee this morning. So, I, all right. Today, this is our pre-Super Bowl ring show that oh, we can geez. go in and talk about it. Since we're talking about my Super Bowl ring, we can say whatever we want to say about the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl ring is right here. Is that ring going back in the safety deposit box after tomorrow, after Sunday? This ring is going to the safety deposit box uh, after this show. Oh, okay. Good. Good. (laughs) After this show, it's going in the safety deposit box, man. So, yeah. So, we can talk about my Super Bowl ring anytime we want to. Right. That's a big game ring to me. Yes. Did anybody say anything? First, they said Jim Luck's not coming out of retirement. Jim Luck. Andrew Andrew Luck. Luck. Well, I was trying to tell Jason that yesterday. I don't know where he was getting that from. That's another Twitter lie. Right. Well, he pulled it right out of his rear. Yeah. That was out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Right. And all right. I was just seeing if there was anybody else who was speaking about the quarterback carousel. Well, yeah. Ian Rappaport and Dan Patrick. Media property with opposing views. Jacob Media. So basically, Ian Rappaport with a view. That's yeah. Okay. Making sure. The middle starts now uh, on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Okay, I'm going to tell you a secret that maybe I'm not supposed to tell you, and I don't even care anymore because I've upset so many people around this ridiculously fragile business. But if the Philadelphia Eagles are going to trade Carson Wentz, you are not going to hear it from Colin Cowherd or Dan Patrick first. All right, (laughs) I've been in this thing now 15 and a half years, half. All right, I went back and did the math. I can promise you that neither one of these guys are breaking whether or not the Philadelphia Eagles are. Now, rap sheet, uh, I'd still. Nah, I would take Dan Patrick's word over rap sheet. Well, that's why I say other people. Yeah. But 
this, you know who would know before any of us? Derek Gunn. Ah, he has ties. Okay. He has ties still in the organization that he would break it. Either Carson Wentz or the Philadelphia Eagles, absolutely. But we have been talking about this for weeks. We've been talking about this for months. And now, as you see, is Barrett, rightfully so, brings up Gunner, a local mm-hmm. guy here. Rob Motti, another local guy here. What about Ruben yes. Frank? Somebody yes. local who has covered this team that also works for an outlet, right? Not just all of this has now been pushed to the forefront by people who haven't been paying attention. This is what they do. This is what it doesn't matter if it's Good Morning America, if it's Fox and Friends, if it's ESPN. It's like, oh, there's a story in small town blank. Let's Mm -hmm. go and act like we've been there forever and cover the story like we really know what's going on. We see this in Philadelphia all the time with our sports stories. No question. Never question. Yep. Yeah. I don't believe it. I don't either. There's always controversy here that the national media can drum up when the when the the news gets slow. And this has been a slow Super Bowl prelude week. It's been a slow it really season, has. really. It has, you know, yeah. It's been a slow season. And, and and they can always drum. I mean, they'll even go back to um, booing Santa Claus or throwing snowballs. They'll they'll find something to do with Philadelphia. If it gets this slow, they can always believe it. Like it's always sunny in uh, Philadelphia. It's the same thing. I never watched that show. Me neither, but still, it's always some news in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. pure point blank. I mean, we give them what they come to see. We got more news starting up right now. Live, local, all things happening. It's themiddlephillyvoice.com slash the middle. Yeah, busy show today. We'll tell you all about that coming up here on SportsMap Radio as well. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. I just took uh, put the under in on Book It this morning. I said, uh, I might need my head examined, Parles. <laughs> under 56. <laughs> he has yet to respond. I think he snapped a little streak. I saw him post something. Was it last night? Oh, yeah? What, yeah. college basketball? I think. I'm not positive, but yeah. I got killed in slots. Wow. I must have passed out with a slot on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! So what? You just have an automatic just go? Oh, it's fifty bucks, but it's I, I was, well, fifty slots, I should say, but I, I wasn't normally fifty sluts. Fifty slots. No, <laughs> it's uh fifty turns. Mm. Turns at the fifty turns at the slot, if you will. I watched the thirty for thirty Al Davis, Pete Rosell thing last night. Oh. I gotta admit, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. I was hoping it would be more of a deep dive into Al Davis, period, 
and it was more uh, about the lawsuits back and forth throughout their careers between each other. Oh man, I'm glad I missed that. Yeah, wasn't that good? Some of the footage, the old footage, was good though. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of what they do is built off of nostalgic footage from 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. And then they write these like, okay, decent scripts around them. Yeah. Well, they brought these characters. Both guys have have long since passed away, right? Right. Right. They brought them into the present day and with these these fake voices and all the makeup. And like that was that part I didn't need. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, like the the Al Davis voice was pretty good, but the Pete Roselle voice was not. I, I just I didn't think I'd have a problem looking at that. Too. Yeah, just win, baby, win. Yeah, is that man. what he said? Oh yeah, just win, baby. Yep, guy was classic. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I just don't believe it. I, I don't believe that anybody is aggressively calling for Carson Wentz unless their three or four plans have fallen through. It's one of the trends right now in the U.S. Yeah. Alongside well, it- M&M's together, Jose Canseco. I don't even know what wanted to Wow. Know. M and M's together. It's a hashtag, Harry. That's been oh, bought. Okay. Well, that that has been bought by M and M through Twitter, so it's now a paid promotion. But it's a hashtag that's a paid promotion. Okay. Why so, is Jose Canseco trending? Is it his birthday today? I have no idea. Hmm. The only person I'm guessing on the show who would know that would be Ron Culver, who's back producing in Houston. But if Barrett doesn't, you don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. Ron doesn't. So. Well, I've been duped so many times uh, by tr- clicking on these stupid trends, wondering what's going on, only to be massively disappointed because it's absolutely nothing. So yeah, I'm not just, doing it anymore. Right. So you go in and research and then bam. Yeah. All for nothing. I look like a dope. <laughs> I will tell you this. We will find out. And, you know, what we saw from Carson, uh, his play this year, and what people – in the business, think of him are two different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is potential that's being seen by Carson that we haven't seen. Well, I, I, I've seen it, and I, I've been a firm believer that Carson should stay here. And I've been saying it since, you know, the end of the season. That well, would you be saying that? Would you be saying that if the contract wasn't so prohibitive? I still would say that. You would, okay. I All believe right. I believe Carson is better than what we saw last year. And I've said it on several occasions. And you think he's fixable. I, I've he's heard you say that many fixable. times. Yeah. He's fixable. Right. Let's so, see what happened today. Today, this is different. This is what is now advancing it. It's not what we've been talking about for weeks. Carson Wentz, according to Ian Rappaport, multiple teams have been in contact with the Eagles regarding potential trades for quarterback Carson Wentz. And it's ramped right. up. Yep. It's ramped up. I don't. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily believe I, that either. I don't believe that at all. I think that's Howie leaking information to try to create a market that has yet to be created. That I mean, you, you you're right about that also. And he would be totally wrong if he didn't go out there and and and, and try to see I mean, how much. It's part of his job. Going. It's part right. of his job to do that. That's his job. Yeah. But I'm saying this. 
There are football people that would love to have Carson Wentz in their locker room. I'm telling you that right now. There, there are head coaches and offensive coordinators that would love to have Carson in their um, in their meeting room and playing for them on the field. Guaranteed. Because what you saw, what you saw on the field this year is definitely not a, a, a an assessment of who Carson Wentz is. That's not who he is. Number one, he was pushing too hard. Number two, at, he had to get knocked off his perch. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, the same thing to make you laugh, make you cry. He, he might have thought he was too good. This is what this is what infuriates me about this thing. He did not. He got benched and got the coach fired and now hasn't said a word until he gets traded. That's not learning from anything. I didn't say I didn't say he learned. Well, he's got to learn now. I know well, he has to learn. How else do you turn that around? Like, here, here's what I'm saying. I'm not asking for a specific name, just a team. What team right? I know Indianapolis is the sexy one, and Frank Reich is finally, although it took how long yeah. to be linked to this whole thing about Well, that's Reich. the easy dot connection. Correct. Right. Right. But, right. but that's right. what I'm saying. Like, we, we don't need to go through name. Like, I'm not calling you out or this, this notion out. I'm just trying to accept it in my own brain. Who would take Carson Wentz right now as opposed All right. to – All right, let me break it down like this. Have? Let me break it down like this. We saw Carson's season last year. We saw how pathetic it was. The worst that's the worst season I've seen by a starting quarterback ever. Hmm. Ever. Ooh, so we know his we it's know the NFL. That it's not just your eyes, which we trust and go to on a daily basis on this program, Baron. We saw historic regression. Yes, yes, we saw that. We saw that. But I'm telling you right now, a team like Minnesota would take him in the New York minute. The Jets would take him in the New York minute. Wait, is um, really the Jets can draft number two overall? I'm telling you, I'm, I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know right now, Cars. And and what's scaring me right now is there going to be some takers for Carson's contract. He has a friendly contract for a franchise quarterback. He does not okay. one that's performing the way he performed. Yes, and and let me paint. But he won't out. do that. He won't do that. He, and right. I'm telling you right now, he won't do that ever again. I'm telling you that right now. He's going to. He played the way he played last year. He okay, saw the error of his way. You're going to make that statement, then I'll make the statement he'll never play like he did in 17 again because we've never seen anybody go that bad that far back in reverse like we did last yeah. year and play anywhere close to where they were before regressing. So we have to find some middle ground, right? Right. Well, right. we have to find middle ground, but also did we see the 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 lack of of, of, of talent around him that he had to deal with also? Yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 I know, but some of that was a little bit overblown too because there were plays to be made. You looked at the, the all 22 every week Absolutely. and there were plays to be made and he wasn't making them, whether he wasn't Absolutely. seeing them or he wasn't wanting to throw the ball because of you know an argument with the coach. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't all – you know, that everything was crumbling around him for all 12 of the games that he played. And that's you know? how I know there. That's how I know there's hope for Carson, because he can alleviate those type of hiccups in his game. Well, what if he's just not the same guy after he, uh, sustaining that concussion? We, what You know, we've seen this with other athletes before in the past, looking back like, wow, since he, he was never the same guy since he took that hit, whatever it was. Maybe um, maybe that's it. I said I hadn't thought of. I'm gonna tell you the truth, Harry. I didn't. I hadn't thought about that hit. I hadn't thought about him being knocked out in the in a playoff game. I, because I, it's hard for me to comprehend that. Because I'm gonna tell you the truth. I have. I had six documented concussions mm-hmm. that were documented by doctors. Right. And I know I had way more than that. There were times, man, that I got. I was totally blanked out on the field for a second, and I got up, 
and I walked back to the huddle. Mm-hmm. And I can remember Guy McIntyre telling me, hey, man, you all right? Yeah. And I looked at him, and I didn't know what he was saying. Well, and he's looking at you, point, and he's like yeah. seeing your eyes roll right. your head. So, I, you know, they, he says the play, and somehow I was able to go out and function on that play. But I don't remember that entire drive. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It is, it's gone out of my head. Right. I don't remember playing at that time. And ended up playing pretty good right. uh, during that time I blacked out. So I, I don't know if it, it, it have lingering flex like that because it didn't have lingering. Well, I don't think – well, you guys would say different. Dylan would be every day. Well, I don't think but, you yeah. can make a blanket <laughs> statement. I think all that stuff affects everybody differently. I mean, I you know. I, right, right, right. You know. But, I, I mean, you're, you're right. That might be what it I is. I don't know. Yeah, but I, yeah. a lot of the guys on the stream, you know, Bruder and a bunch of these guys are all bringing up Cam Newton. Like he has not been the same guy since yeah. X, you know, and he's yes, never going to be. He's done. Can we all pretty much yes. agree? Oh, yeah. He's but done. To me, yeah. to me, that's different than than a, than, a, than a head injury as, as opposed to an arm injury. Well, I mean, he's um, had a cumulative. He took a, a beating during his oh, career yeah. and yeah. did not get the benefit of flags in most of it. He that guy took. A lot of bad hits. Right. I mean, they weren't even considering him a quarterback for I a know. short time. I know. Here's the thing. When we look at the open market, if you will, a couple of teams that would make sense about needing a quarterback. So then I think we have to factor in everything involved here, right? Like, who else would you go after? Deshaun the Raiders? Rock- well, right. But remember, the Raiders were already linked to a possible trade with mm-hmm. Houston to bring in Deshaun, moving on Carr. So right. they're using their chips to at least try and get in or stay in the, the Deshaun Watson game. Eagles ain't in that game. Well, I'm saying Eagles this, though. can't get in that. This is a high-stakes game that the Eagles don't have the chips to play in. Well, well, I'm going to tell you this, though. You're talking about high stakes. The Raiders have high enough stakes that they can go out and try to get the services of Deshaun Watson. Think of how much less they would have to give to go get Carson Wentz as opposed to getting Deshaun Watson. It's a lot less on the table. But you would much – hold on a second. Come on, you're a businessman here, all right? You're, you're going <laughs> to exactly. give up yeah, exactly. a little more to get that commodity back as opposed to underpaying for a spoiled piece of meat. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, you saw me a spoiled piece of meat, but I'm telling you, a guy like a guy like um, Chucky will definitely put – his cards on a guy like Wentz and Wentz's ability Over to car. make a car's player. better than Wentz. The car's not better than Wentz. No. All right, well, we, we vehemently disagree today on this. You think Carr is better than Wentz? You take this right one now? year out. Yeah, I don't you, know about that. Right now, right now. Coming into this season, coming into this season, I would rather have Derek Carr than Carson Wentz. Yes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Look. I, I, I wouldn't. I'm out on that. No. That's man. Look, that's fine. <laughs> I'm a retired <laughs> investor living on a pension. <laughs> As, as you look at the Raiders right now, it's still up in the air about, again, where they are first. So if you're looking at Carson Wentz, he's now a, a tertiary option at best. Chicago, for example. Do you want to go to Chicago if you're if you're Carson Wentz and Nick Foles is there? Uh, no. They built a statue for Foles and you got so upset that you forced the yeah. organization to get rid of him. All right. We'll say the no. same scenario with the Saints. Would you tell him to the Saints? I'd rather in a have New York Mets. I'd rather have Jameis Winston. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 look, I say that with a straight face. Come on, man, let's eat some W's together. Well, let's go. <laughs> hey, We're talking about Jameis Winston. Are you kidding me? I'm not so sure if I wouldn't rather have Taysom Hill. Oh, now stop! This point. Stop this right now. 
Okay. All right. And and the stream wants to know, did you shave your head today? It's looking spe- especially shiny. Um, no, actually, I, I did yesterday for I had Fox this morning, two Fox hits this morning, and then we taped tonight. Okay. I had, I had a hit yesterday. So I shaved yesterday morning. Mm. Or maybe I had a hat on yesterday. I thought I didn't have a hat on yesterday, but uh no. The the light's a little warmer on my face. You know, okay. <laughs> warm light. We have a warm light today. Yeah. I don't want to okay. walk around looking like a ghost. Doctor, right? That's not gonna work. The only Casper we recognize is the ghost of the post. That's right. <laughs> now Dennis, we got a reference like last last from year, Notre Dame. Right? Yes. That's right. That's right. Uh speaking of which. Last night, I was having some fun on Twitter about this, and there's some easy ones that jumped out. I tagged you guys in this. I don't know if you saw, but Gonzaga does not cover the big line against Pacific University of. Oh. And there's only, right? Is there any other name that comes to mind when you hear the University of Pacific than the obvious former number one draft? Olawa Candy. Yeah, Michael yeah. Olawa Candy, right? Yeah, he was a bust, right? Uh, he was a bust because he was a number one pick. He Didn't Minnesota draft him? Wasn't it? No, the Clippers. Oh, is it Clippers? Yeah, okay. Ron's Clippers squad. And okay. he's a Lakers team fan. That's why. Uh, it was, he was a bust in that he did not, uh, 10 points and a good defender, but you don't mm. take a guy like that in no. the first round. Um, so think of that. How many other schools, universities can only really be synonymous with one athlete? And we'll go college football and basketball, not water polo. Or something crazy. Okay, I'll take your Pacific, and I will raise you an Asusa Pacific, the Nigerian Nightmare. Wow, that's good work. How by about you. that? See, I was going to take the obvious UT chat off the board because oh, T.O. Low. Yeah, but my goodness, you talk about a deep cut right there. You just well, how about hey, how about I'm Mississippi you, Valley I'm off State? The vodka. I'm sharp, man. Let's <laughs> how about go. Mississippi Valley State? Um, there's Jerry another one. Rice. Didn't Deacon Jones go there too? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, there are a couple, man. Uh, this is where you I, have thought he, at. I, I thought he went to Prairie View. Oh, Deacon maybe. Jones. Let, me, Let me check. Mississippi Valley State famous alumni. You're right, where you definitely have the top dog there. Mississippi Valley State, Deacon he, Jones, yeah, as yeah, well wow. as South Carolina State. So he went to both. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Well, where was he longer? Uh, no, I'm not sure. I think we have to. Uh, All right, I'll go San Diego State. Marshall? Mr. Marshall Falk. That's a good one. And not and what not about Xander Shawfley? Yeah, wait a second. Hold on a second. Jesus. <laughs> Tony Gwynn. Oh, he what did go there, didn't he? That's right. Alumni. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, you got uh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, right. That's why I, I mean, brought him up. Yeah. So this this is where it works. Like, think of the bigger, the bigger the school. Mm-hmm. Indiana State, for example. Yeah. Is there Bird. anybody other than Larry? Um. I'll put you up Kansas oh, State. Tanyan. Tanyan from Green Bay went to no. Indiana State. <laughs> Give us that one in the break here. Coming up, right. Kevin Kincaid from Crossing Broad. There is a battle brewing between Harry Mays and Kevin Kincaid. So instead of having this thing play out on social media, we gave Harry the home field advantage. Is that 1140 or 1240? 11.40. All right, there you have it. It's the yeah. middle for the voice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that 
in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Hmm. Scotty Scheffler, nine under. He's in the lead. Oh. That's not good, man. What? I'm losing. I'm on a I'm on a really cold streak on the slots, man. Wow. The podcast got mentioned on the PGA Tour broadcast yesterday. Yours did? Oh, yeah. congrats, bro. Congrats. Yeah. Well, how about uh, – let's, let's go with uh with Davidson. Uh, well, Seth for Curry. Curry. Yep. Steph. Um, Seth went to Liberty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Liberty, I think there was somebody else that came out. Right? Then Texas El Paso from my boy Seth. Who else came out of Texas El Paso? Uh, pretty Hardaway. good basketball player. Yeah. Who? UTEP two step. Tim Hardaway. He invented the UTEP two step. Yeah, man. <laughs> you can't and go- uh, Ronald Jones, or not Ronald Jones, the other one, uh, Aaron Jones. Green oh, Bay went there. Yeah. Ronald Jones went to USC. That's a good call. Come back. Had a couple on Twitter that were pretty damn good. Northern Iowa. You gonna give that to Kurt? Kurt Warner. Yeah. Um, CJ, our own CJ McCollum. Lehigh, yeah. Anybody Lehigh football one double A that made it to the pros that we're forgetting? Well, they made it to the pros, but they were never any good. Owens, defensive end. What's his name? Um, I forget Owens' uh, first name. Played defensive end for Lehigh. From the best restaurants. Let's see here. Thad Mata, Burl Eves, Marty Bird. Burl Ives. Tommy John. Oh, who cares? Basketball <laughs> and football. We don't give a crap about baseball. What uh, what school are you talking about? Indiana State. Oh. Hmm. Northern Illinois. Yeah. Hollis Thomas. No. <laughs> Well, Rodney went there. That's right. Rodney Harrison? Yeah. Hell yeah. You were listening to You ain't taking that from my guy. I was going to go John Carroll University for London Fletcher, but Don Shula went there. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. So 10 minutes from now, we'll rekindle. A, you think you've seen beef on Twitter. You think you've seen social media play out oh okay I, now i understand what was going on there i was reading these too fast where ron culver in the break was hitting us with all these indiana state alum and one of them is is marty bird marty bird from ozark yes no how did we miss that like in real life or the character marty bird guys i don't no. remember the character being associated with indiana state 
So you're saying Jason Bateman went to Indiana State? No, Jason, Jason Bateman didn't go. Marty Bird is a, is, I guess, is a graduate of Indiana State. Oh, hmm. This is I, huge. I, I was not that. aware. That's pretty big. Yeah, it's just uh, pretty big news coming up in but here. Right Indiana now. State is a home to a lot of representatives we probably never heard of, mm-hmm. and and other presidents of universities and deans of universities. Yeah, I was just looking at their alumni list very quickly. Um, Tom, Tommy John, you guys have heard of. Sure. Yeah, but it he does kind of the worst pitching injury ever. Correct. Now, how far is French Lick from where Indiana State University is? Not far. Terre Haute. It's yep. Terre Haute is where right. Indiana State is. So I think you start to look at all these famous, distinguished, high-level presidents that come out. It kind of dispels that whole hick from French Lick thing. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Larry Bird was just playing dumb. Is that what right. you're saying? Okay. Right. Right. Well, you know, he started at Indiana and he went home. He had, yeah, he, he, had he, he didn't want to play for night, I guess. He, he's wanted, he was homesick. <laughs> French lick. I guarantee you there's some, somebody was there in that room. Will you get that bleeping bleep pee out of here? And, you know, Bobby Knight, he'll never play again. And I just say something about Larry Bird. And, you know, nobody's gone and, and pulled that out because who the hell was recording anything back then anyway? But I guarantee after Larry left, he was probably like, yeah, you see that probably made an example of him the next day in practice. Yeah. See, that's the type of guy you want to stay away from being. Right. right. You want to end up like Larry Bird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably used them all season. Come on, Johnson. You want to end up like Bird? Remember him? He's dead now. Right. (laughs) Unbelievable. I had no Uh, idea about that. Did you know, speaking of Oluwakandi, did you know this story? Last night, uh, we were watching this thing, and uh, Michael Calabrese is on with us from the Action Network. Hit me up with this, where he, he tried to get into a couple of other big schools, and he wanted to go to University of Pacific. They didn't have any scholarships for him. So he offered to pay his way for two years and then they would put him on scholarships. So he actually mm. went in there and paid his first year and out of, out of pocket. Yeah. And then they put him on scholarship after that. Wow. I had no idea about that. That is crazy, man. That is crazy. Well, didn't, uh, didn't, uh, who was that quarterback? Um, Baker did that, didn't he? Didn't he pay for one year? Baker Mayfield? Yes. Well, he went to Texas Tech first, didn't he? Right, and then he paid yeah. his first year, I think, at Oklahoma. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. Interesting. He paid his first, paid now, his first I have year. Breaking news. Are you ready for this? Yes. After being all over and pounding anything I possibly could when it first came out on the money line for the Kansas City Chiefs, I have officially made my first spread bet on the and, Super Bowl. On the Super Bowl, and I am all over Tampa Bay. No. Would you get three and a half? I got it three and a half, and I got him again at three. I I I saw two things. Two things were given to me. All right. And this is why I am now taking the bucks. And I'm gonna hit you with the caveat. I'm gonna take the bucks with the points. So I don't care how many points you get. I don't care if you get them at two points. I'm taking mm-hmm. the bucks with the points. Well, the point spread really doesn't come into play a whole lot with Super Bowls if my memory serves correctly. Like if you take the underdog or you know, you you know, it's like they win the game outright. Right. You know but what I mean? The problem is that we're dealing with this one unique animal of a team that wins yet is 8 and 10 ATS. Kansas City. Right. Yeah. So, here's why. 
these two gentlemen in Mahomes and Brady have met four times. Four times. The dog has covered all four times. Hmm. Now, you want another one. And Barrett, listen to this one. This is a trend, Barrett. This one is, is ridiculous. I got this from Adam Thompson, bookies.com. No team in the history of the Super Bowl slash big game slash this is it has won it, has even made it. Kansas City is the first. Has made it and then won the Super Bowl, finishing under 500 against the ATS. Wow. And guess what? Even with a win and cover, Kansas City is under 500 ATS at 9 and 10. 9 and I'm 10. Away. Wow. I'm away from Kansas City. That's oh, it. Ends that's up huge. <laughs> that's <laughs> huge. Big Barrett. level. Huge Barrett, level metrics. huge. <laughs> that's huge metrics there, huh? I'm out. No more, no more Mahomes, no more Reed, no more Stag. I can just see Barrett right now going through his all 22s this weekend. Yeah, yeah, but they're eight and ten ATS. They're, but they're eight and ten ATS. You know what? One of these days it's gonna come up. One of these days, it's they're gonna be on, on the desk there, and Seth Joyner's gonna say something and Barrett's yeah. funny. You know, they, they didn't cover their last four. Right. And Seth is going to give them a look like, what the hell did you just say? Yes. Right. He's going to give him a, he's going to slowly turn. It would be like this slow motion turn. Yeah. Uh, they're they're going to pan, they're gonna pan give him, it to him. He'll, he'll give him the Debo him. look. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Barrett's like, oh. <laughs> then we're going to get a call. We yeah. told you no Betting talk with Barrett. Right. And then Barkan's going to say, that's not Aton Shander rubbing off on you, Barrett. Oh, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And they've played, and Brady has played against Patrick Mahomes and just going through the whole spill. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, we have a very important question that we're going to pose to our next guest as well. Mm. Looking at Eastern Illinois, who has to rep that school? There are two people that two. come to mind. So There's two. We'll do that. Kevin Kincaid crossing broad's going to join us on the stream right now on the show in three minutes. So keep it here. Yo. Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> what's up, bro? What's going on? Man? Yeah, does my audio sound okay? I had to do it on the phone because something yeah. was wrong with the computer. Is this Nick Sirianni or Kevin Kincaid? I can't. <laughs> I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I know. I got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Kevin Kevin Kincaid. The late the late Dustin Diamond. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're running the gamut of comparisons here. Yeah. Here, here's a quick little uh, catch up on the program. I tried to bring up Dustin Diamond, and these two guys and Jason Martinez stomped it. I don't watch Saved by the Bell. I hate Saved. They could not even understand the artistic genius of a guy who is not Screech playing Screech. That takes a lot. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't too soon, right? I mean, it wasn't about his death. It It was way too soon, man. He he wasn't even prepped by, you know, by anybody yet. You know, he's still got his fluids (laughs) in him, man. Was Dustin (laughs) Diamond, was Dustin Diamond his porn name? No, no it's his real name. But that sounds like a porn name. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, you see what I have to deal with, man. You see what I have to deal with, man. I know. I've, <laughs> I've dealt with I've dealt with these two on many occasions. Here I am again. <laughs> I always I always end up on the show somewhere. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! These guys that these these guys they make it fun, man. I, I I never feel like I'm working. They're always teaching me something, man. I mean, no, I, I, I wonder. I'm totally going to be on the show. 
one of the earliest appearances we had Pharaoh Monch on the show and we were talking right. about hip hop with him. So you never know what to expect. You gotta be on your toes. That's right. right. <laughs> and that's all Aton there. I can get Pharaoh on there, man. He's got a new project and everything. Have you I don't know if you've heard this, but he's he's hooked up with a band. Yeah. They've yeah, it's 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 really crazy. Like they've they brought a DJ in, they brought this live band in, and they start making music. Thirteen, project thirteen. Mm. It's it's really good. He is just insane. Like he's he's one of my favorite ever. But yeah. well, that was that was the week after we showed up at Comcast uh, uh, Live or whatever they call it uh, yeah. when we showed up and there wasn't even a game. Remember that, Aton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had like the wrong day or something. Yeah, the like wrong that. day. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then I remember, yeah, because it was, and then we were there for like the Phillies. You were there a couple of days later because the Phillies were open, and we were talking right. to Fat Monch about the Mets. The Mets, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Only these guys, man. And then, and then our, our 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 comments on the comment board, man. They they go right along with these two, too, man. You know, I mean, look at this one. Look, was it ninety one uh, Sixers? His poor name was stretched. By the bell. I'm like, what? Come on, man. I mean, we go for every. It, it goes everywhere on this show. Everywhere. I used to text these guys yeah. regularly. And I used to say, "Let's get it back to the Eagles." Yeah. <laughs> this is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Well, it's uh, 11.40 on the East Coast. We promised you we'd go out to the guest line, bring in our buddy Kevin Kincaid, who covers everything here for Crossing Broad and essentially is one of the last, I think, or last two people that's keeping this amazing site because you guys have gone on to bigger and better things from a business standpoint. So somebody needs to provide content. And I think everything that you see of a byline is by Kevin Kincaid. So we welcome you. And here's another thing too, as I was alerted to this and you can follow Kevin at Kevin underscore Kincaid, K-N-K-I-N-K-E-A-D. I was alerted to a, a pretty serious Twitter beef between you and Harry Mays and I did not want to jump in online. I figured, well, why not just let's have it out here? Mm -hmm. So feel free. If you, you know, if you want a lifeline and you want some help, Barrett will gladly jump in. If you want me to 50-50 you know, <laughs> something, I'm here as well for you. But I don't know what happened. We, we kind of left it open in the gray area. But apparently you and Harry were, were pretty close to digital blows, if I may. <laughs> Well, didn't it have to do with uh, rooting interest in the Super Bowl? How dare anybody here in Philadelphia root for this guy, Tom Brady? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, it kind of came out of that, right? Well, but I asked the question of uh, Bruce Arians. Right. right. And I said, because you being a Temple guy, Harry, I said, you know, what is the connection to that? Do Temple people feel a connection to a guy who was like, it was, he was coaching here 30 years ago? Right. More than 30. Right? Yeah. 1983. Three, I wasn't even born yet. Right. So I was kind of curious as to like, because we were looking for storylines. You know, obviously Eagles fans who are Andy Reid people would cheer for Andy to win another one. But I was wondering if there's any storylines 
uh, on the Bucks side, other than a 43 year old making all of us dads feel like we're not total schlub. <laughs> right. Still have, still have something in us, right? You know, because it's always it's always nice to see somebody older than you excel because you don't feel like a total waste yet. Um, but that was the only storyline I stumbled into. Was do Temple people want to see Bruce Arians do well, or is, is that connection waned? And then you you jumped in and said, "No, he's talked." positively he about still him. will always talk glowingly about his time at temple and he has employed you know former players that played for him at temple on his various staffs i mean bowls yeah. is one of them but he's had others too when he was out in arizona and so forth and he like when i had him on last summer uh on a show uh, not it was the show with bruno and he you couldn't get him to stop talking about about his days at temple and it's always like something where he's uh, he wouldn't be the guy he is today. He wouldn't be in the position were it not for those years on North Broad Street. That's always the way I took yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting, too, because that was like the only other storyline I could find. You know, Chris Godwin's a Penn State guy. Right. They had another Penn State guy on the offensive line. Um, the guy Watson, I think, was a Penn Quaker for a while. So, I mean, you can find some local connections there. But no, for me, it was just like. Look, Andy's the guy. I, I don't. I don't understand the people who are like, "Well, I don't want to see Andy Reid succeed here." I mean, he it was, it was nine years ago that he coached here. Right. You know, it's like your it's like your ex girlfriend. Imagine breaking up with your girlfriend like nine years ago, and you don't want her to find joy and success in the future. You know, I could just at that point, I don't know like what the ill will is. I don't know why people are hanging on. I hear some people say like, "Well, he got his one ring, but we don't want him to have more rings than the Eagles." As if it can't. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but would you would you want to see the ex girlfriend win the lottery somewhere? I, you know, hey, listen, if I've got if I'm financially set, right, I got my Super Bowl ring, so Andy gets his ring. Like that was the perfect story. Like everybody was supposed to die happy, right? right. There was that we could have ended it right there, you know. But now you got to dig right in it again, yeah. And so we got to reha- rehash the thing over and over. But I just come back to the same thing where it was like he talked Nick Foles out of retirement or kept him from retiring. Doug Peterson came off his coaching tree. I'm eternally grateful to Andy. My uncles and my dad can't stand Andy Reid, but I don't know. Maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't get this. Oh, it was it's just too much too soon. You know, he has too much success after leaving the birds. That's what it is. But, you know, like Bruce, Bruce is my guy, man. Um, He coached me uh, to a Super Bowl. He's offensive coordinator. I love yeah. Bruce. Even though he cut me when I was in – um, well, he didn't cut me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the head coach cut me. You know, he wanted to keep me, man. But you know, he brought me back to the to the Steelers. But um, you know, it Bruce is that guy, man. It, I tell everybody he's got the gift of gab, man. He can get guys going in the right. Day. He's got more soul than I do, and that's why I love Bruce, man. Bruce is one of those guys. He just he just you know spews smoothness, man, and that's what I love about Bruce. Yeah, no, you know, in a weird way, like it's it could kind of be like a win win, couldn't it? Right? Because if the Chiefs win, Andy gets a second ring. You feel good for him. You know, um, that's a good storyline there. If the Bucks win, it shows you that a 43-year-old is still capable of doing amazing things, you know. And, uh, you know, then New England Patriots fans are probably kind of sad about yeah. the Bucks. <laughs> so that's that's a collateral thing there, too. I always used to cheer. You know, it's funny because I'm not a Patriots fan. I can't stand the Patriots. But I went to high school with one of their players. You guys remember James Devlin, the fullback? Yeah, yep. sure. Boyertown guy. Yeah, he was a Boyertown dude. Yeah, his sister, he, him and his sister grew up right down the street from me. So if mm-hmm. you can talk yourself into a win-win situation in the Super Bowl and find a rooting interest on either side, then that's the best that, best way to play it, right? Right. No, no doubt. The best way to play it is to bet it and win money <laughs> off it. And you don't have to worry who the hell you're rooting for from a sentimental Look, I, I've got now, I took the Bucks. I couldn't care less about Big Reed and 
guys who are amazing human beings. Like Steve Spagnuolo is probably the nicest person you'll meet. One of the he's nicer than Barrett, and Barrett's the nicest human being on the planet. And I hope he loses. Okay, okay, this this is what it is, man. This is what it is. The only reason they brought me on the show. It's because I can put a, more of a hard feeling into the show because you know you know how Harry is Harry's yeah. you know either you either wet or you're dry you know what I'm saying it's either hot or it's yeah. cold there's yeah. no gray area for him you know yeah. and then you have Aton over there Aton is going to make sure that if it's a betting line on it or if there's any way that you can invest money into it he's on it yeah. I have to bring kind of the heart into the show man you know like me and yeah. Big Red. I couldn't stand Big Red when I first bit, met Big Red. You know why? Because I came in, I said, look, man, I'm going to take less money if you allow me to stay on this team. I'm going to give you the hometown discount. And you know what he told me? Uh, yeah. No, we're, we're, we're going in another direction. Um, beat it, beat plus, it, Jared. Yeah, yeah. Said, we're, you're going in another direction. In fact, um, I'm, I'm sending you to the Detroit Lions. I'm like, who are you talking to? I'm a free agent. You can't Gee, thanks. Yeah, so I'm pissed off. I'm like, come on, man. What are you talking about? You know, I was gonna give you the home discount. I ain't giving you nothing now. And he said, Well, you know, I'm, I'm sending you to the to the to the Detroit Lions, so you know, we'll talk later. So I leave. Well, two weeks later, when I went to the Detroit Lions, he had worked out a deal for me. That's how cool of a guy he is. But I didn't start off liking him, though. I hated him, but he right. eventually, you know, turned me into a, a read guy, man. He helped me out a little bit. See, Barrett, this is what you're, you're here to, to uh, you know, keep this thing from going off the rails. Right. Right. Yeah, we'll have to take this, this shirt and we'll have to put your face on. There you go. <laughs> That's a classic shirt, eh, Tom? You see that? Love it, man. I, hey, I got to get one of those, man. How has, like, the dog or the child, how has nobody used that for a diaper or to clean up any type of, like, filth that comes out of a body of any type of being on this planet? Like, how have you not dish ragged? No, no, you know what I'm going to do? I have a box uh, here uh, in my house. It's like like um, memorabilia and stuff that might be worth something someday, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I have a, a Cliff Lee jersey from his first number because, remember, he had Halliday's number. Right. Or, or he had the other number before he came back. So, I'm like, a Cliff Lee original number jersey that might be worth, like, 10 bucks right. someday. So, we'll put that away. We'll put – um. You know, I got Joel Embiid's new shoes. Thank you for those. Um, <laughs> sent those in the mail, and then I've got this. So we'll put that in the we'll put it in the memorabilia pile, and then we'll just like revisit it maybe twenty years later. You know, it might be an artifact. Right, you know? right, right. You know, you know what you have to do with that shirt? You have to add me to the shirt. What is the atlas? The guy that holds up the world. I'm yeah. holding up both of them like yeah. this. Look, I'm making at home right now. I know the green screen's messing it up a little bit, but I'm making Kane feel at home here. With right, with a scarf. Yeah. Oh, you got a scarf. Now, what scarf is that? Is that a union scarf? Yeah. 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 Oh, very good. All right. Now, hey, listen, you, you came on my – listen, I, I told you when you came on my soccer podcast, like that you and I can find a way to talk about anything, right? So you could throw any topic on the planet. If I can get any time to do a half hour on the Philadelphia Union – then uh, he's he's capable of talking about anything at any time. Right. No question. No, no doubt about it. Uh, all right. I got to get the crossing broad Kevin Kincaid stance on the latest Carson Wentz uh, story that is circulating the country uh, where apparently one reporter from the NFL Network, actually two from the NFL Network, are saying that the phones are ringing off the hook uh, for Carson Wentz. And Dan Patrick refuted it on his radio show, saying that his sources are saying – Nobody's calling, uh, but the Eagles are, tr- you know, are putting it out there that, you know, they're trying to create a market that has yet to be created. Selfishly, I just want it to be over. 
Yeah. You know, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I the radio, my goodness, especially. I know we need like a more like a moratorium on the Carson Wentz reports until something happens. I it, it it won't get to the point of like the Bryce Harper thing where I felt like I was doing a Bob Nightingale tweet or like a John Heyman tweet like every five seconds. I think when I looked back in the Crossing Broad archives, I think I wrote like two hundred report colon blah blah blah. This guy says this about Bryce Harper, but. I don't know, man. It's, it's it's interesting. It always works. I mean, the Eagles sell. You know, the Eagles pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, every sports media household in the Delaware Valley. So, um, I don't know. You know, I, people talk about should he talk to the media, should he not talk to the media. You know, he should only talk if he really wants to stay. You know, otherwise, he's just he would just kill his leverage in a trade. Like, right. I don't see the point of him coming out and saying, yeah, I love this city. I can't wait to play for – Nick Sirianni who looks like me and looks like Aaron Rodgers and, and only for them to <laughs> trade him anyway, you know? So like, you don't, you don't want to like shoot yourself in the foot, you know, yeah. we don't hear from him that badly, but uh, honestly to take the, to take the discussion in a different way, I would trade both of them. Hurts uh, too. I, I mean, it's the number yeah. six pick because you're guaranteed to get a quarterback yeah. at the number six pick. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how you feel about, you know, Trey Lance or Zach Wilson or if Justin right. Fields drops. But look, you have a 39-year-old head coach. All these coaches are like, sub yeah. 40 years old what's I mean, it feel like to be older than all the coaches on the staff it feels strange it makes me feel like i question what i'm doing with my life right. <laughs> coaching the philadelphia eagles yeah it's like a barometer for what you're doing. kevin so. you're going to be around a lot longer than this nick siriati guy all right so just think about i that. hope so yeah God, uh, unless god or whatever god you pray to takes you from our planet <laughs> you will be in philadelphia way longer than vic nick Craig Sirianni, I can promise you that. Well, especially well, now that he's he's moved to the suburbs, now his lifespan will increase. I'm telling you, I know you, you got green grass, you got right. a front yard, you got a backyard. You know, it's uh, all of these uh, life simple pleasures that you didn't think about before. You know, my daughter was not used to like actually seeing uh, foliage, right? You know, because in Fishtown, you look out your backyard and like two feet away is your neighbor's house. So. <laughs> It's been, uh, it's, been quite, it's been quite the, the aesthetic change, as you can imagine. But listen, here's the thing. Like, everybody, the biggest gripe about the Eagles is, like, they're old, you know? So if you're going to bring in a young head coach and you're going to kind of start over, I mean, why stop there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could, you could justify blowing it up if you don't believe in either one of those squares. Maybe Jalen Hurts turns out to be a great player. I don't know. But I think you could justify doing that, collecting the extra picks, drafting a quarterback at number six and just sort of restocking. Like, I don't think that would be the worst approach in the world. No, not not at all. Kev, do us a favor. Hold on one sec. We're going to break yeah. on the network. We'll still talk for a couple of minutes here with Kevin Kincaid crossing broad. We'll wrap the hour coming up on Sports Map Radio. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle. All right. Go ahead, Harry. I know you're jumping in. No, no, no. I'm just yeah. I'm watching these scores here, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I keep telling people, you know, with with um with Jalen, I, I like Jalen. And I like Carson. Carson is still the better quarterback. I said that numerous times. And if you wanted to go far, as far as you know, an organization, you'll go farther with Carson than you will with, with, with Jalen. It's easier for a defensive coordinator to stop a Jalen Hurts as opposed to a Carson Wentz. And, you know, people you know, will get on me all day and twice on Sunday for saying that, but it's only the truth. Because if you take away that first and second read with Jalen Hurts until he learns how to get into his four, third and fourth read, I mean, it's, it's all for not because, you know, he's going to take off and run with it. Yeah, Carson, I feel like I'm, yeah. no, 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 I was going to say I feel like I'm biased because I'm, my, I'm, my school is a big 12 school. So I watched him play. I got to see him play in person. They hung like 55 what's points. What, what school did you go to? West Virginia. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a Kansas State guy. So, hey. 
It's all good. I mean, there's not a, that, that, we haven't been in the conference long enough for there to be like a real rivalry. Right, right, right. right. We, went, we went to Oklahoma and watched Jalen Hurts and Lincoln Riley beat the crap out of us. But again, it was like either his dude was wide open yep. or he was taking off and running. So right. I, I, like, you look back at that like Oklahoma film and the Alabama film, it's like, you know, there's great stuff, but it doesn't, it's hard to like translate that to the NFL, you know? Unless you have weapons out there that could separate and 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 are, are viable threats, you know he can't be in an offense in which it goes past the first or second read. So in yeah. saying that, until he learns that, that's why I say Carson's the best quarterback. But at this point, Carson, they feel as though he can't be fixed. Carson's only glitch is his glitch that he's so pompous that he thinks that he's not, you know, he's not broke. And until he realizes that, he won't be fixed. Yeah, right. yeah. Who's trading for him? I don't believe any of this. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you right now, there are there are people, there are football people, man. They're saying he's worth it. Who? Frank Reich? What? They're not. They're not going to tell you right now because they. No, no, no. I'm not asking for a name as far as from them. I'm just. I know teams. Like all right, teams, teams. What took so long? Why all of a sudden did this come out now? We've seen guys traded already. Shan, you're 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 a gambler. You know how to. You they've got their poker faces on. The stream wants to know about some spat that Kincaid had with Missinelli. Is that true? There was a spat? Not really. It was more like a scholarly debate, disagreement. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what was, hey, no, we were arguing. We, what we were arguing about was the thing where they asked, um, like Doug, three different times about the Brett Favre quote about, oh, yeah. about Carson Wentz. About Carson. Yeah, he's still, yeah. He's still losing to John and Ike, right? Uh, yes. Oh, just making sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this, Kev. You you ruffled the feathers of a couple people that I work with, man, and at, at NBC, man. Yeah, all they got to know is that it's nothing personal. Like we just, you know, report what we hear, and I mean, it's been pretty accurate. So but they can always talk to me. Right, 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 right. You're listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Kevin Kincaid with us crossing broad, and he wants the moratorium put on the Carson Wentz reports. Yeah. So I, I would just advise for you to not listen to any local radio for the next, I, I don't know, until he gets traded, whatever, however that long is. I'm just and Barrett and I have been going back and forth about this, and I'll bring you in. Maybe you can help play mediator or just answer how you truly feel. But I I don't know who is calling for Carson Wentz as like I need him, as opposed to maybe somebody picking up the phone and saying our first three options have fallen through. Let me see what the Eagles would give me to take Carson. Hmm. And I don't even know give you that. <laughs> Like, like we saw with Goff in Detroit. Like, hey, we're going to need to send first-round picks in order for somebody to take Goff. Like, I'd rather have Jared Goff than Carson Wentz at the end of this year, and Goff got benched too. Nah. It yeah, but you're thinking like there. this. Like, what is, what, is, what is the outlier? Right? Is the outlier 2017 or was the outlier this year? Last year. Or this year, yeah. Last year, yeah. I mean, yeah. so. Well, okay, I'll answer that question. History has shown us that last year can't be an outlier. History has shown us that it, when you have a year like that, you don't come back from it in his age. Yeah, I, I guess. But like for the for argument's sake, you know, we know we have seen Carson Wentz's ceiling. 
Carson Wentz's ceiling is MVP level. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of whether you believe he can recapture that or not. You know, whereas Jalen Hurts, we don't know what the ceiling is. So it's two unknowns, but in two different kind of ways. It's like they, they have to be evaluated completely separately. Jalen Hurts, you're trying to find out what the floor and the ceiling is. Carson Wentz, we already know what the floor and the ceiling is. You know, so you just right. it's just a determination of which one of those is going to be easy is going to be more likely to reach moving forward. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but and, so in saying that, instead of Kev, you said that, Kevin. Now, if you look at it from this vantage point, from Carson, do you really think Carson's want to play this bad? Does he want to psychologically think that um, you know it's acceptable for him to play that way? He's going to get better. We've seen the worst of him. He has no choice but to get better now. Yeah, and that's yeah. What no, you know, it is bad to say because people say like, well, you know, these reports that he's like selfish or he's hard to coach or he wants to do things his way or he's a very like individualistic person in that way. Well, well, no, duh. I mean, like most <laughs> right. athletes, most quarterbacks, most of the greats, they all wanted to do it their way. They wanted to run, quote unquote, their stuff. You know, they mm-hmm. want to have control to kill, kill at the line of scrimmage, you know. You talk about guys like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Tom Brady who were the best to ever do it. And in no way am I comparing Carson Wentz to any of those guys, but they wanted a modicum of control. They had an idea for what worked for them, their processes during the week, the way that they practiced, the coaches who were around them, the plays that they wanted to call, the way that they work. And for all intents and purposes, Carson is a hard worker who wants to be a great quarterback and, and, and does work hard. So the issue is not necessarily that. It's sort of control and the back and forth about it. And maybe bringing in a new coach works for him. Maybe it clicks, you know, because we've seen his ceiling. We know what it is. But nobody should act surprised that a guy is, quote, unquote, selfish or wants to do it his way or has yeah. preference for no. what works for him. I mean, we would expect that it's from any – yeah. But but hold on a second. It, when it doesn't work – This you year. The, then you fire the coach and you bring somebody else in. and then Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> So what, so what you're saying is, is that the reason why it didn't work is because of Doug Peterson. No, look, it, yes, you just you just validated no. Carson Wentz feeling the way he did because things around him didn't work, not because of who he is inside him. That is enabling. <laughs> let's, do a simple, let's do a simple exercise, Aton. All right. Nothing. You have a group of you have a group of three people and it's not working, okay? Those three people are Doug Peterson, Howie Roseman, and Carson Wentz. We know that Howie Roseman ain't going anywhere, right? right. So it's either Carson or Doug. Which one's easier to get rid of? The, Doug. The, right. So yeah. it, it wasn't even necessarily about making the right choice or the wrong choice. It was about making the only tenable choice based on what we know about all three of those guys okay. and their status with the organization. And that doesn't in turn validate Carson Wentz's behavior. It's just no. a product of the situation, which is there's too much money associated with him. And the owner apparently loves Howie Roseman like right. a bastard yeah. child. Yeah. So it doesn't, you're right about that. But th- then you go back and you look back in the past couple of years for where the screw up was. You know, it's why when they drafted Jalen Hurts in a vacuum, selecting Jalen Hurts is not a bad decision. But when you combine it with the fact that you just extended your franchise quarterback and he just played his way out of the shadow of Nick Foles, it was a yeah. horrendous move in a, in a I'm making a macro. This is the gesture for macro level right, right. here. You know, so it was it was the confluence of all those things that didn't make sense. It does, you're right. It's, it doesn't absolve Carson from any blame for his individual performance or the way that he may or may not carry himself uh, in the locker room or behind the scenes. 
But when you look at the actuality of the situation, there's three people in a triangle there and two of them were easy to get. One of them was easy to get rid of and the other two weren't. So it was just a product of the situation. And now you exacerbate the situation possibly by bringing in a quarterback's coach that has a relationship with one of the guys that goes back to when he was a toddler. Yeah, it's strange too. (laughs) Brian John, I mean, he was a great um, player back in the day. And I I don't, I I think like for, for Carson, it's just, I don't know. In in Doug's situation, it was like he wanted – the, the feeling is that he wanted to bring in his own guys and that Howie and Jeffrey didn't think his guys were good enough. So right. I don't – because a guy has a connection to a certain player doesn't mean he can't he can't hit it off with another player and develop that same relationship with the other person. So I don't know. No, it seemed but it, strange, but I didn't read, read too much into it. It's a strange look. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. This it, Barrett's all Carsoned up, man. If you trade Carson Wentz, then all of this is not even moot. It's worse than that. It's counter to what we just laid out because you're saying, well, the only tenable situation to move on from that three is Doug Peterson. But the Eagles, if in fact they move on from Carson Wentz, have cut an entire part of their face off to spite another part that's no longer even part of that face. Well, then it tells me that without a nose and an ear, Kevin. No, I, I, you know, well, you can still, you need ears. You can still hear. (laughs) But listen, it's like you know, then it's that that would just show to me like it's Howie's world, and we're all living in it. Yeah, I mean, Nick Sirianni. Yeah, I know. We already knew that, but Nick Sirianni said as much with like the last quote at his introductory press conference, where he's like, "Well, Howie's going to have control over the fifty-three man, I believe." I'll have control over the game day rosters. That didn't inspire any any confidence. But no, but yep. again, no, no Eagles fan should be surprised by that. I think that the best case scenario is that you know the change of scenery, change of coaches helps Carson, and he goes back to what his ceiling was back in the day. I don't know what that means for Jalen Hurts, but um, you know, one guy is a proven commodity with uh, you know the off field coaching kind of issue. One guy is not a proven commodity, so. It's, it's just it's not an ideal situation, which is why I called for the moratorium on the reports, because we got two other teams that are playing. All right, too. You know, right. we're, we're all living a nonstop episode of the Roseman show, like the no, Truman no. show starting Howie Roseman. No, and I can tell you, too, like everybody knows, like when my wife was working at WIP, like WIP built more than any other station at CBS radio. When I was at Philly Voice, Jimmy Cat on any day at Philly Voice, like. Kemsky's, art, Kemsky's articles are, are just killing. You know, like you, you, we'd have days where Jimmy, Jimmy's, uh, you know, stuff was like one, two, and three mm-hmm. on the stuff. You know, and it wasn't an indictment on what anybody else was doing, but it was just like that. That is the demand for for Eagles football, and it pays pays the bills in every Philadelphia media household. No, it's it's amazing. It's it still does that. Uh, any thoughts on our old buddy? All four of our old buddy. Matt Nahagan finishing number 10. Oh. And Jason Barrett, oh, top yeah. 20 major market sports radio PDs. <laughs> no, no, like, number one. He's local right here in Philly. Yeah, no, so Spike wins number Spike one. Spike number one, yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't and, uh, know if they even have a program director, so they might be out of this list. I don't know how you vote on that anyway, because it's like how many dudes in San Francisco are listening to Philadelphia sports radio on the reg, you know? Like, because right. it, it, the people who vote are like industry insiders. It's like a group of suits and, like, uh, other program directors and stuff like that who make right. the choice. But, now yeah, listen. They're making bad decisions three out of four times, and that one decision that they hit, they're, they're being pulled for this. And they're the only people reading the site anyway. 
No, they, they, they just paid that. They just paid the highest dollar amount for the morning show host. Ooh. That's what. That's what it is. You know. That's what. Now we're about to start our second hour. You're more than welcome to hang with us. I'll stick with you for another one. Yeah, let's do one more. Why not? <laughs> Why not? The alternative is that I gotta scroll Twitter looking for more Carson Wentz. Hold on, hold Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Second hour, final hour for us on a week in which we have arrived all of the ridiculous discussions about prop bets from the length of the national anthem to the length of Miley Cyrus' side boob. We've covered everything for you, including the actual game itself. So we'll slide in what we missed or what we need to circle back on. Remember I told you last hour I have shifted from Kansas City on over to Tampa Bay. And what seems to be the norm here, now this is a theme because when it first happened, I thought, all right, maybe Rob Ellis was just being nice here. But I think there's something about us being live on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle end, of course, on Sports Map Radio, where when we take the break, it's, the show keeps going. Our guests, I don't think, really know when to leave. No. Because Kevin Kincaid is here, and I wanted to make sure, like, hey, dude, you know, we're back. Right. So start this second hour. You can go if you want. And Kevin now, we, like, Bob was like, no, I'm hanging. <laughs> I showed up for like a 15-minute hit at Citizens Bank Park like two years ago. I think I ended up staying for the whole two hours. You did. So why, <laughs> how, how, how often do you get to use it? get to do it anyway? Not bad, not bad. That was, that was, so what that I was doing, like I told you, I would just be sitting here on Twitter waiting for the next Carson Wentz report to drop anyway. So, you know. And we should here. mention that Kevin is a newer father. Barrett is an empty nester, so I can't rely on him for any parenting tips. I don't mm-hmm. know even if I would rely on Harry, although no. he was not a child, I probably would feel more comfortable relying on him than me. Harry was so, never a child. Yes, yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> we, you think I came out as like a 30-year-old? Is that, is that basically it? <laughs> with, a, with a vodka <laughs> shot. Yeah, right. I don't drink anybody. vodka anymore, Barrett. Right, that's what I'm saying. Harry has, has turned the page. If you've ever seen King of the Hill, whenever they go back to a throwback, mm-hmm. they have a, a mini Hank Hill, and yeah. they've basically taken his old face and put it on a small body as him as a kid with the glasses. <laughs> right. No, I'm not doing that. That sucks. <laughs> Harry, you're old. Yeah. If uh, if Harry if Harry had a baby, he would just put the bouncer at the far end of the sectional, and he'd put golf on the TV and pour himself a vodka crayon and be like, "I think we're good here." We have to update that. We'll do that now. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> now, see, here's the thing. So, are you old. looking for, are you looking for for parenting advice? Is that where you're getting at here? No, I I, I just I'm I'm looking for somebody that I can put on a list of people no. that I can go through at like 2 a.m. and say, uh, "What do I do here?" That's yeah, right. yeah. Well, two a.m. Yeah, two a.m. I remember. Do you remember? Because you were text. I was texting you at like two a.m. Because I was mm-hmm. up with the baby. Yeah, I was up with the baby, and I was like, "Listen, for like the next three months, if you need me to do, because you were doing like that weird shift back then, you know." Oh yeah, the overnight uh, shift. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, "Look, if you need a guess, I'm like the one schlub who's like up with his kid at three in the morning. So I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm your outlet if you need it." 
That's Either right. that or he'd go wake up Matt Mullen down the hall. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, he, was in the other, he was in another building complex, like same complex, but another building. So I would have to go through it. Yeah. Oh, it, okay. It would be a hassle. If, but you're right. If we were like four or five doors down. Oh, he'd have been. Doors down. It'd have been every would. night. <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, what are you doing? <laughs> you want to burn one and do a segment? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Tom, what you have to do is you have to get everything out of your system now. So you got to get all your sleep in, get all your traveling in, mm-hmm. get in, get in, whatever, whatever you're itching to do. If you're like really itchy to do something, you got to do it now. Cause you go probably, on a golf trip, go on a golf trip. Yep. Yeah. Go hiking. Mm-hmm. You know, the golf, the golf is separate because my wife and her family, they grew up playing golf. Like her and her sister grew up with golf sticks even her sister who, who doesn't play as much because she has a second child who's now just over a year, they, they get out and they play a lot because yeah. you know they, they part of the club and you know, Harry, you know, you right, play right. and stuff. So the one thing I am confident in <laughs> is that I'll be able to play golf. I don't know. That she'll be able know. to play golf. Next right. Season. See, she'll this is what they're going to do. They're going to keep playing golf and they're going to stick you with, with uh, watching the kid while they play golf. Yeah, that's right. You assume a lot of faith in me as the individual to just solely be watching a child. See, this is not this is not the 1950s, Aton. You know, like gender roles are different now. Right. So the fathers we're actually expected to be around and right. do things with our kids and you know, be decent dads. So that we can't be we can't be the deadbeat dads of of years past. We have to be active participants. Right. Are you kidding me? As soon as, look, I don't leave this house except for 45 minutes a week where I go down to Fox 29 for props and locks. Other than that, I'm sitting at this chair. That's true. Yeah. So you're yeah. going to see the baby on a rocker, like back in, yeah. I'm going to be like, ah, let me tell you, the last time I saw Carson Wentz, I was rocking the baby. <laughs> Yeah, the baby's the baby's first two words are going to be Wentz, Wentz and Foles. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Harry, Wentz or Foles. We're back here, but I'll, my dog has already had it. Yeah, he's super bowled out. The dog. No, just with me. No, just with you. Is the middle on the sports map radio network. Yeah, I like that. Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Our buddy Kevin Kincaid from Crossing Broad at Kevin underscore Kincaid is hanging out. Stream phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We're live and local from the Fritz and Cooley studios. And, of course, on 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio in Atlantic City as you continue to consume the program throughout Sports Map Radio platform. So we welcome you if you're just joining us and appreciate you for hanging everybody on the stream as well. And I, we were talking about this in the break about how expecting a child, it's tough because Barrett is, he's exhausted, man. Like he's yeah. got through it multiple times over. The kids Bro. are out of the house. He doesn't want to relive that. You're, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm uh, on my last, I'm on my last college education. That's, that's, that's how you think of things. Right. I'm on my last college education. This how many more fit. years? This is my fit. I have, she just started this year. So, oh, okay. so I, have, I have, I have three more years after this year, but I'm my, I, that's how I think in college education that I had to pay for. Thank God mm-hmm. for that that Gerber baby fund. But I can tell, I can tell, baby Shanda's gonna be like, uh, oh babe, he said his, she said he, he said his first two words. He said, well, well, what did he say, mommy, daddy? No, round robin. Yeah, cover the <laughs> cover the spread. 
Cut right. ATS. Right. Your kid said a bad word in school today. AT, what is ATS? What is that an acronym for? But you know, Round Robin. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. The child won't be able to get away. So ever since I had my dog, I've had my dog for like three, three and a half years now. And Harry remembers back when I was living in Conshohocken in this mm-hmm. apartment. I was doing my shows in a, in a small area in a studio an apartment, one bedroom, technically. And he joined me. And the very first day he got there with me, I had a, one of those overnight shows. Yeah. Well, so you kind of have to be animated on the overnight even more so because you don't want to fall asleep. Ever since day one, he knows when I put my headphones on, he runs to another room. And when I take the headphones off, he knows the sound of it and he runs over to me. So the child, I feel like, is going to be in the same situation, except he won't be able to go anywhere. The kid's going to be stuck next to me listening to me talk for hours. I wouldn't want to subject that to anybody. I was always wondering what was going through poor Ace's brain when he was first got a load of Aton and got back from South Carolina or wherever it was that you got him from and put him in the apartment. And all of a sudden, Aton turns the microphone on at like 11 at night till 4 in the morning, shouting and screaming and waving his arms. This dog must be like, oh, my God. Right, right, right. Let me back to South Carolina. Exactly. Look, look, Harry, he's like this. He got every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Aton, Aton's going to be on like that point. He's going to be on like his ninth radio show of the day. And he's going to look over at the bouncer and he's going to hear the baby say, parlay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, as long as the baby can do it better than me, then what's Teaser. The problem, right? Teaser. I got it. Yeah, so teaser, I got it. Yeah, Aton, do you know? Do you know what my first shift I worked in? In what city that was in television? The first shift you worked in, in what? In the first was? city, yeah. I guess it's Morgantown because it was right out of college. No, I worked in the great Augusta, Georgia. No, which should, it should pique Harry's interest. Yeah, eleven p.m. to seven a.m. Wow. And you, you would think that like the Masters down there? Have you Have you been to the Masters, Harry? I've been to the practice round on a Wednesday, yeah, not the actual yeah. tournament. See, like, now that is a bucket list item if you guys haven't done it because it's like you go down there you know the practice rounds are kind of loose because you can follow the golfers around you can take pictures and like they do skipping on the number 16 or 15 or whatever that is and uh you look at that course and like everything is just immaculate like golf just dominated that Mm -hmm. city it was cool because like there's a small market we didn't have any big like sports teams we had like a small ice hockey team and, like small colleges but that was like the super bowl week so you got this taste of like doing this huge sporting event we had like everybody in town like that town is transformed during it yeah so Amazing. bucket list sports item even if you're not really into golf you, you have to go down to augusta and do the do the practice round yep gettysburg first week of july yeah yeah that's right hey you know augusta <laughs> gettysburg yeah two uh two sports Meccas, as well, I'm saying, like the, <laughs> the, the town becomes a city the first yeah. week of July because of the reenactment. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad yeah. joke, okay? Didn't land, forget but it. But see, that's where the college football connection comes through because I know Harry's a college football guy, one of the few college football people, yeah, uh, in Philadelphia. Aton is too, though, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. guys appreciate it, but it's like a crime because I think college football is better than the NFL. But me I too, Hold on, okay. I, I watch it. They bet it. I, I actually break you it watch. down and watch it. Yeah. yeah. Can they, I that's... quote you on that, though, real quick? Barry? I'm sorry. Can I just quote Kevin Kincaid on that tweet here? Kevin Kincaid on the middle, I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. No, that's, no, that's not true. <laughs> that's fake news. Okay. Yeah, he'll do that to you in a minute. People, 
what people don't get in Barrett, you can speak to this, but like there's something about the college game, living in West Virginia, living in Georgia for a couple of years. There's something about the game day atmosphere and like the pageantry surrounding all of it. The fact mm-hmm. that it's like the only thing in some of these states and some of these cities. Everything where, shuts down. Yep. Everything shuts down. You're putting like 85,000 people in these stadiums. And it, honestly, it makes Lincoln financial field. It makes the uh, parking lot look like nothing. Right. Some, right. some of these tailgates, some of these setups that right. people I do college football on, on, on the weekends, you know, during the season. I didn't do it this year because of COVID, but I usually, you know, I'm either producing it or I'm a color analyst. And I go to places like, um, like you know, Mississippi or Mississippi State, you know, like going to the Grove. The Grove, it's man. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's an entire, like, it's, it's like five miles of, of, of people just tailgating. I mean, you have people so ex- extensive that, like, they have um, – uh, generators with TV, big screen TVs yeah. around the whole setup. Drinking Lobster. hot toddies. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's unreal. Carpeting down, you know the tents are huge. It's a major, major thing down there, and it's like it's almost better than the football game. But yeah. these people are no, these people are like educated too. They know like every single thing about all the teams. Right. right. It's just like this huge like thing. Every they had this really cool thing in Augusta, so we were like right on the river. Right, so you have a lot of UGA fans, yep. but then you have a lot of Carolina fans. Actually, Columbia is probably closer to Augusta than Athens yep. was. Yeah, but yep. they do this thing every September. They shut down the main street on a Friday night. They do what they call the border bash, and they'd have all of the like cheerleaders and like some of the coaches and stuff come down. They do a big UGA versus South Carolina thing because UGA and USC used to play the second week every year. It was like a big tradition. Now they don't mm-hmm. do it anymore. Then you have Clemson fans down there. You have Tennessee fans down there. It's like like no disrespect to like the Eagles fans are the scene up here, right? But it just doesn't compare. It's just no, not. Man. You can no. go to these tailgates down there in the SEC or with these Big Ten schools and stuff. Like that. You go up to Ann Arbor, ask them how much they care about the Detroit Lions, and they'll say, I don't really. Right. A lot of it carries where, you know, you, you look at the areas directly impacting, like that zone where the school plays, the town, mm-hmm. the city where the school plays. And you may not realize how far it stretches. Yeah. Where I was in Nashville for two and a half years. And by a month, now granted, Titans games were big. Vandy hoops was big. Right down to small schools. And they had a couple down there who would make it into the tournament every now Belmont. and then. Belmont, exactly. Yeah. It was a great one. Belmont was a fun campus to hang on. But beyond that, nothing compared to Saturday. To no. where you felt like you were tailgating parking lots, like hotel parking lots were turned into tailgates, and we were three hours away from Knoxville. Right. Not well, and this is, time zone. Yeah. and this is the other thing too. So my first gig was at a smallish TV station, like television market number one fifteen. Right. So on Friday night, high school football was massive down there, and what we would do is we would do this entire half hour show that would come on at the end of the eleven o'clock news. So from eleven thirty to to midnight. We would just do local high school football, and it was all hands on deck. It was literally the entire staff. Like the anchors would stay there. Could you imagine if, like, we asked Yuki Washington and Jessica Cartaglia to stay and do an eleven thirty show to, <laughs> to midnight to do like Sun Valley versus Chichester? Right? Like, right, how many right. people here would care about that? Nobody would care about that. But down there, we had all every single photographer, every single person who was on the staff. 
they worked high school football nights. Mm-hmm. So you all had an assignment. All the producers, you're sitting there, the phones were ringing, and they were calling in scores. That was a big like, shift to have. From like the middle of nowhere, Georgia. Yeah, and then afterwards, yeah. they had catering. They had barbecue come in, and we would all sit there after we did the Friday night show. The Friday night show, high school football in Augusta, Georgia, on the, at the station I worked at, did better ratings, better Nielsen ratings than any newscast. Wow. Oh, yeah. The no, news. Yeah. Because it was just, it was just, a big, it was like a spectacle. It was awesome. I, I wish we had that up here, you know. No question. Yeah. The only thing that outrated a lot of the high school stuff that was Michael Savage. We never understood that. But Michael Savage was pulling seventeen shares. He was pulling seven. Like nobody was listening to anything else in the city of Nashville outside of Michael Savage for like two hours, and then it was all these high school. It was like on an AM station that you never heard of. They were pulling 12 shares because they were running these high school films, like shows on high school. Yeah. Sports. It was yeah. great. Well, it's like, well, it's like that stretch of North of I-95 in North Carolina where there's nothing for like a hundred miles and you get like two radio stations, Yeah. but like Rush Limbaugh is on one of them, you know? And then the other is like, it's like religious programs. A channel, yeah. <laughs> A Christian channel. Yeah, man. It's, it's like that, man. I mean, and it's, it, you know, when you fly into these different little cities, man, and, and you know, like Alabama, you fly into Alabama, you go to the Golden Triangle, then you got to drive like two hours to get to, you know, yeah. to, to, to the university. Man, it's crazy, man. But it's, it's just one of those feelings, man. You can't, you can't get enough of it, man. You know, and, and you talk yeah. to the locals. I'll tell you about that boy, Jalen Hurts. Oh, I'll tell you. I mean, he's he can slang that thing, can't he? You know what I mean? And everybody yeah, sounds yeah. like they got a fifth grade education. I mean, it's, well, just it's listen to Feinbaum show for twenty minutes. <laughs> like the guy who poisoned the oaks at the ad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, 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 look, they still got a corner. price on his head. They still got a price on his head, man. Yeah. But it's like, but you're right. It's like it's it's organic. Like it's authentic. And like I just feel like in professional towns, it just doesn't. For some reason, it doesn't come off that way up here. Mm-hmm. You know. Hey, you know, before we break and, and maybe say goodbye to Kevin Kincaid, I'm, I'm not positive that, uh, about that yet. I will uh, leave after thoughts, this. Any thoughts on Gritty, the oh, most geez. famous mascot in the world, posing nude? Yeah, did you see that the other night? This is breaking news. Yeah. Come on, man. I, think the, I think the funny thing was that when, when Gritty was announced a couple years ago, the consensus was like, this is the worst mascot we've ever seen on the planet. You know, right. I think I think the story Kyle wrote at the time when Kyle was still writing stories, I think the headline was like uh, the Flyers new mascot is here to murder you. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember that. Crazy, the crazy eyes and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, like uh, we were so we were all wrong about Gritty. Yeah. We were all completely 100 percent wrong. About the little no, kids was crying when they saw him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be in nightmares for kids. <laughs> right. you know? And now, you know, look at them now, man. It, you know, they love them right now. So it, it is yeah. great. For the longest time, I, I whenever we did a gritty story on the website, I had this close up of him, and it was in black and white, and it was just like a zoom in on his face, and it just looked like something out of like a nightmare. It looked like the clown from who uh, was in the gutter. What's he called? Oh, it. It's yeah, it. it's like yeah. Clown. bro. I thought they went and 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 they did a script from um from from Voracek. I thought it was a Voracek face right. first. They they pulled from him when he had his beard and everything. I'm like. Man, he should get rights. You know, uh, he has to have a rights agreement with them, bro. Right. <laughs> you know right. Well, and then and then Gritty can call a Mike Sielski a weasel, and then right. Like, <laughs> right. An international meltdown. Yeah, we need we need a voice for Gritty. We do need a voice for Gritty. I well, know that anti mascot thing. Yeah, right? there wasn't a voice for uh, the Philly fanatic, so I guess you know, he, who cares? Yeah. So Harry, come on, this is this is new age stuff. Oh, do they get that now? They still have his rights now because it was you know short time. They didn't have his rights. They had to renegotiate, didn't they? For mm-hmm. uh, the, the fanatics' rights. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, you know, I don't even know what the heck. Oh, you know what happened with that is they just changed a couple things on him, right? Oh, so he's, like, he's, got like the, he's got a blue tail now or something. Or he's got like right, some, right, 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 right. Look, 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 look. Shannon's uh-huh. like, what the hell are you talking about? No, no, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's, it's the old vanilla ice thing. You know, yep. David Foley went, dun, 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 dun. I went, dun, 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 dun. There's the difference. Right. That's how you get around it. That's how you yeah, get around yeah. it. Right. Well, it's like when Rob when Robin Thicke was accused of stealing music from Marvin Gaye. Right. Don't don't forget. Don't take Pharrell yeah. off the hook here. He was and Sam uh, Sam Smith was accused of ripping off Tom Petty as well. So right. yeah. oh, you can't, you can't Sam Smith. Petty. All right, Kev. Hold oh, on one sec. We'll say goodbye to you properly in, in the break here. We'll wrap <laughs> coming up here. Oh, actually, we've got 24 more minutes, 34 more minutes. Jeez, we'll wrap yeah. in a second coming up. It's the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, Kevin, we'll let you go, brother. Thank you. All right, thanks. By the thanks, way, I, just, yeah. I, I, love the, I love the tease you wrote here. It says, talking about current stuff right now on the middle. That really narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's why. Because the other two shows, I guarantee you, are going down Super Bowl memories of yeah. how long have you watched Super Bowl 52s in the last right. year? Right. Now, you and I are on the same page with all that. Yeah. yeah. That's all. That's all right. See ya. Thanks. You know, guys, this love that guy. Man, it's supposed to be heating up pretty good with uh with Carson Wentz, you know, as far as these rumors, man. So what? We can't. We, we got to keep talking about Carson. I'm just playing, guys. I'm just playing. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, that's all they want to talk about is, is Carson Wentz. I got to do a hit on him since I get off the show with you guys. Do you? Yeah, man. Where on Comcast? Yes. yes. Now, do you, do you get dressed uh, up for that, or do you wear what you got on? Do you think that I would dress more for them than I do for you? Well, guys? I mean, I know how you dress for the post game show. You're all you're yeah. snazzed up, man. Yeah, but no, not not when I'm just doing a hit, man. They, they, this is what they get. Okay. Now, if me, if me and you guys have a a a real, I mean, like a really, really intense show, then I might put on something else. You know, so I might put on a collared shirt or something. Okay. When I do that, the comments now they make sure that they say that too. Oh, you know, what is Brooksy getting all dressed up for? Will you be flashing (laughs) the ring during this segment? Oh, there's no question. Yeah, there's no question. I got to show that. I got to show that. So, you know, he's a pretty good dude, man. You know, Kevin? Kevin, yeah, Kevin's oh, yeah. a good dude. I, I never met him before. I just knew that everybody uh, at my station hated him. So, <laughs> why do they hate him? Because <laughs> he tells the truth, man. You know, oh. he, has, he finds out stuff they're not supposed to know. Oh, okay. Nobody else is supposed to know. Like he was, he, you know, they were, uh, they were one of the guys that knew about um, uh, Breakfast on Broad being canceled before right. it was canceled. Mm. You know, they they broke the story. Cross and Broad broke the story. Right. So you know, a lot of guys were upset about that. Oh well, <laughs> they, they broke that story about Anthony moving from the morning show, and where and forced me and I think Bob to do five or six days worth of shows and mm. not acknowledge a crossing broad report that was out there for six days. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, and then wondered why there wasn't any buzz for the new show when it right. Came 
I mean, just act like it didn't happen. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, where's Anthony? You know, yeah. the guy listening right. to Philadelphia for the last if, 25 If anybody years. calls in, just dump it. <laughs> Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Don't you love those uncomfortable positions? And Harry Mays. Does sports work like this? I mean, Barrett, uh, uh, how often did you look up at a coach and, and ask yourself, What's going through your mind? Like, that's not going to work because I feel like radio is filled with days like that. Mm. All the time, man, all the time. But, you know, I, I was one of those players. I was like, all right, he called it. I'm going to play it, man. Because, you know, it's one of those things where I was under, I was under the, 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 the notion that, all right, I don't care what you call me. It's just as long as you call me. Well, so, apparently you, Carson went through that quite a bit last season. Right, right. You know, <laughs> Kill, kill. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not calling this. Kill, 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 kill. We're going to run left this plate. That's Nobody else knows we're going to do it, but we're going to run left. Kill, kill, run left. That's out there now, all right? So here's the thing. I think that takes away a certain type of coach. I think that takes away somebody who is newer, who doesn't have command. If I am a newer mm -hmm. coach, I don't care if it's Sirianni or Smith or anybody that was hired recently or the last year or so, and I'm not Robert Salah who's going to, like, choke you out if you kill a defensive call, then I, I think you have to factor that in. Like Carson Wentz, and I get it, Barrett. I'm not saying that this is him to the bone, but just like he's shown us good and bad on the field, he should, that's a, if you are constantly killing calls because you think they're the wrong call, that could be a pretty big deterrent for a coach who's not already established like a Sean Payton thinking, you know, ain't nobody killing my calls. Right. This like is that. my offense. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and and that's the problem with um when you have a, a quarterback with this that's that self-centered that you know it's all about him. Mm. If you have a quarterback like that, not saying Carson's like that, but if you have a quarterback like that who doesn't believe in the system that you're running, that means you have um 10 other people that believe in the system, but you have the one guy who's who's basically um the guy that's running the system not believing in it, then you have, you know, it, it, it's, it's a cluster then, you know, well, you're not running what the play is intended to run. I mean, well, it, here, it, it hurts you. Here's the other thing. Like if Carson does go on to be really good again, whether it's here with the Eagles under Sirianni or if it's in Indianapolis or wherever, what does that do for Doug? Who's now sitting out waiting to get another head coaching job next uh, season, right after this next season. Doug is, Happy as a flying, yeah, he's that happy. Because at this point, he's just to sit out for a whole entire year, regroup, uh, change some things in his life that he needed to change, and get paid for it for doing nothing. He's yeah, I know, but doesn't that make it look like he was the problem? No, it doesn't. If Carson does go on and succeed, it's like Aaron Rodgers succeeding with uh, LaFleur, and we look at what's going on in Dallas. It's a train wreck. You're like, well, yeah, that coach was the problem. Well, you know, it's the same as us. You know, just like, you know, we talk, uh, you know, even when we were on opposite shows or different shows, I talk to you, I talk to Aton. I mean, we all talk with each other. Everybody in the NFL knows what's going on with the situation with the Philadelphia Eagles. Don't think that, the you know, that the, 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 the rug's being pulled over on everybody. They understand that – Howie Roseman and the way he's running this organization is 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 is, is counterintuitive to you know a guy coming in as a coach. So that's why there wasn't a lot of mm. buzz with somebody coming in to be a coach. Now, good, bad, or indifferent, Howie Roseman is controlling this ship. 
So right. if things go wrong, he's going to be the one that's going to be blamed for it. But also when things come right, he's going to be the one front and center also. So things he got wrong, though, and he hasn't been blamed for it. Well, I mean, not by the been, owner. Right. Not by the owner, but people around people around. They know people that know or that are in the know. They realize what went on and they, they're going to give bit, uh, Doug the benefit of the doubt. Right. No question about that. He's going to get the benefit of the doubt. What what wow. a disaster. I mean, th- it, it is about it. like who else right now is on the market? Who else is available right now? It's Deshaun Watson. It's Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. And some of that might be like Carr wrapped up in a possible Watson trade. Carson Wentz. Are we missing anybody? Uh, Winston. Jameis Winston. Right. Uh, also, Unless he uh, believes the lie that Sean Payton is selling him that he's going to be the yeah. starting quarterback next year. Um, also, uh, what's maybe name? Darnold. Well, they might, maybe. Yeah. Darnold, but maybe. I, I think Darnold is a good one, but it's also based on what they do at number two. Right. Harry? Yeah. Maybe cousins. Well, yeah. Cousins. Did you I, mention definitely, him? Definitely. Cousins. Okay. Uh, the bears. Garoppolo. Garoppolo bears. is another one. Who's the bears. Uh, first team quarterback this year. Um, well, it's, uh, well, Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah. Trubisky. You'll be out there. I think he's a free agent this year. Hmm. Uh, uh, Mariota. He's well, out there. Right. Like Mitchell Trubisky as a free agent versus giving up something to take on that money for Carson Wentz. It's not who's a better quarterback, but it's back to what's a better business decision. Yeah. If you know, like Carson Wentz, and, and this is my opinion, if a team brings in Carson Wentz, it's for the next two years. It's to say, let me keep my job so that we don't go 0-16 wherever we are, and mm-hmm. then we can work on getting a quarterback. Right, bide time until you get the next guy. Well, you know who's in the same situation also? The Atlanta Falcons. Matty Ice is old. They're looking for that transition guy. Right. You know, so he's in the same position. His his value to that team is not as high as it used to be. Same with Bridgewater in Carolina. Bridgewater also, you know yeah. what I'm saying, transitional quarterbacks. You know, I mean, that's that's what happens at this point. I mean, there'll be a great backup to somewhere else. But, you know, the realization of the situation is Carson Wentz is still a young guy as far as, you know, uh, NFL terms. He's still a young quarterback that can still be molded if he wants to be molded. You have other quarterbacks out there that are going through the same transition right now also. You know, so, I mean, I, at this point, um, there's a lot of landing places, you know, that Carson can go to that are just beneath the radar that we're not even talking about. What about Denver? Denver <laughs> also – Denver is a prime place for him. Yeah. Why? why? Why is Denver a better place for Carson Wentz, or why is Carson Wentz a better fit in Denver than any of the quarterbacks we mentioned or drafting somebody, taking somebody after Locke, where we know they're going to move on from Drew Locke, I just I, I don't I don't understand that. Like, help me understand why Carson Wentz is a better option right now than Kirk Cousins or Jimmy Garoppolo or a proven commodity. And just like, you know, I mean, I, I tried to say the same thing that Kevin just said. If you look at evaluate and, 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 and really research Carson Wentz, you see his height, the height yeah. of his, his. He was a he was an MVP candidate, a top 10 okay. quarterback. Right. And then we also know that his his, his basement. But what's you know, to say so he's ever going to approach that nothing level again? Says that. That's right. again, like you guys. But he can't get worse than what right. he is well, right now. We're back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience 
uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Um, wow. Bob Wankel says that uh, a WIP caller just said that Wentz intentionally lost games last year. Wow. <laughs> I don't know that. I, I know he wouldn't do that, but still, though, you know, the fact that he didn't um, want to change his play, it just, you know, it, it brings out very, very loud that he wanted to do his thing and he did his thing and it didn't work. So well, maybe he has to try I something new. Yeah, and, and to that point, Barrett, what I could see is not – I mean, again, this is why you don't take some idiot who only watches like half of a game and doesn't watch the league and calls in because he needs some sort of connection with people. But I could – like, we already know Carson Wentz was purposely killing plays. Isn't that a form of sabotage? Yes. Like, But it's not sabotage as far as losing games. Because you never, as a competitor, want to lose a game. He never wanted to lose a game. Right. But if right, he could have won, if he could have won in the way he wanted, he wanted to, to do it his way. He wanted yes. to win the game his way, and his way wasn't working with the play selection that they had on the field. It wouldn't okay. necessarily, it wouldn't necessarily fit the personnel package that were out there. The look that they were running this personnel package against, it didn't coincide. So it would be a ruined play because he changed it. Okay, so let me ask you this. It's it's a hypothetical, but I defer to you on the line because I don't know if you would even recognize this until after the fact. But could Carson Wentz get a call in from the sideline that's uh, a quick slant or just him dropping back and throwing the football? He knows in his mind it's not going to work. Man, that, that's a, a clown call, Doug. So, <laughs> he, so he, not to call it and do it right, but he then kills it and audibles to a quick handoff to Miles Sanders, knowing that there are two defenders right over the center and it gets blown up. Could he do that just to show up, Doug, and say, "I this is my ship. You don't tell me what to run. I do it. Like, could that type of power struggle exist to where Carson is killing into a play that he knows isn't going to work just to show up the coach? That could happen, but I don't think that that did happen because there wasn't okay. a lot of success in the plays that were changed. Right, you know, so I'm different. saying that. Okay, let, let me. I'm gonna bring this up in the because we're back. I don't want to put you on that. Sorry. You're listening to the middle oh, of the Sports Map yeah. Radio Network. We need a drop. Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park. You need to hit that. and Harry Mays. Give me that. Give me that. All right. So, in the break, uh, show them the ring one more time. All right, Super Bowl ring. Look at that thing. Okay, and Barron on the offensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I, I'm just curious. And, and Harry, I, I think you understand where I'm going here on this. So I'll rephrase the question for Barrett to answer again for all of those who might have missed it in the break, phillyvoice.com slash the middle as we return now, Sports Map Radio. L let's look at it this way. We already know that there was a beef between Doug and Carson calling plays. Doug would call a play, Carson would kill it. And that was a huge issue of the communication breakdown. So my it wasn't, but see, we can't go so far as to say it was a beef. It, it wasn't. Well, there was a fracturing of the relationship, right, I right. think that's is the way it was worded. That yeah, term was used. 
I, yeah, I, yeah. Look, as far as the terminology or whatever the description is, okay, I'll, I'll concede that. But I guess my question is, how realistic is this hypothetical where we're talking about two guys going back and forth in a power struggle about who's calling the plays, whose offense this really is, because when it works, you're going to take credit for it. Mm -hmm. Doug calls a play, a quick pass play, something that Carson in his mind thinks isn't going to work. So instead of continuing to try and fight and call his own play, he might not every time, but once maybe a game or something remind Doug who's really in control by killing that play into a handoff to the running back Miles Sanders boss goes nowhere guy. yeah uh, right right up the a-hole right there where right a right there where you, you know you're, you're running a, a quick dive to where no, you know it's basically a, a kill play a garbage three Shan I'm gonna tell you this that happened not just once a game but a, a lot of times during the game but I think and I don't think at the at the line of scrimmage it necessarily happened I think it came in when the play was called originally you know, like, I mean, he might be 30, 322 watt stick nod, and they have this personnel package in there that they have, you know, that works with 322 watt stick nod. Well, Carson might change to um, Fox 2 all go. Now, you may not have the right personnel package, but he, he might see something that the defense is in that he remembers, and he sees a play that can, you know, really um, help the offense if they run it. So he might call it, but he didn't have the right personnel package in there. He might have 12 personnel in there, which is one running back and two tight ends. Right. And that's what you run with 322 watt stick nod because the nod route is for the tight ends. And you want to take advantage of the two tight ends in there. But if you go um, two jet all go or two Fox two uh, all go, that's for wide receivers. That's right. more so you want to get your wide receivers down the field. But right. now you have tight ends instead of wide receivers. So now you're calling a play that's not intuitive to what your personnel package is. Where else is this happening? It happens all the oh, time. No, oh, no, but, but but hold on a second. To the point at which it's a national story. Like Deshaun Watson wants out. He's disgruntled. We know he hates. He him. wants out because they let his talent go. They they I, all I, put his off. It's that's starting left, not even receiver, but it's starting left tackle. They let Brown go and they traded him up right. north to, 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 to Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. And and that's my point is that you don't have this type of craziness even happening in that level of dysfunction surrounding. I'll tell you this. You didn't have, you didn't see it, but there was a power struggle with the Green Bay Packers, not this year just passed, but the year before that, with the new guy coming in with this system and him calling plays and A-Rod's like, oh, what? No, we're not running this. I mean, this stuff happens all the time. Okay, but it's Aaron Rodgers. And it's a brand new coach. If you were on that team, wouldn't you default to Aaron too? Like, hey, 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 Raj, who the hell is this guy here? Yeah, right. Like, wouldn't that be you anyway? Absolutely, absolutely. But it still happens to guys like, 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 even, even look what's happened this year with Tampa Bay. The reason that it has so many ups and downs is that Bruce Arians and Tom Brady wasn't on the same page. And it wasn't until that trust uh, factor came in that they could, you know, call plays with each other and, and be cohesive in how they called the plays that that offense really started to run. You know, uh, this stuff happens all the time. You know, and that's why I say disgruntled employee, that's that's half the guys in the NFL. You know, you have a disgruntled offensive line all day. With I mean, if you look at the offensive line, they probably hated the play calling that, that Doug did. In fact, if you want anybody to be pissed off at Doug, it was that offensive line because now you have well, two guys playing 
that that can't pass block, but we're still pass blocking instead of running the rock, who are built to run the rock. They are. They were also upset at Carson for holding on to the damn ball for you exactly. know, four or five seconds too, exactly. making them look bad. Exactly. You know those Boy. things happen. I mean, each play in an offensive lineman's head is two and a half seconds. You have to at least give the quarterback two and a half seconds. Any anything past that is house money. So if you get hit and it's four minutes, you get sacked. That's your fault. That's on you. Yes. I told you this thing was the easiest to call a month ago, right? And it was thirty. Philly's voice. We, you know, we were talking about this a month ago, right. and Doug Peterson got fired. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Just watch, because this happens all the time." With you the said Eagles that. Eagles. I remember you said that. This is the latest guy. But as soon as they trade Carson Wentz, you wait until all of these reports. And I know you and I and, and Harry, we've been talking, we've been battling back and forth, and Harry is going, you know, where he has, and all three of us, and either together or against each other, what have you. But I will recognize the scapegoat when I see it, and I guarantee you it's coming. We're going to see stuff about Carson Wentz that's going to be floated out to the media that we haven't heard before. Gang ties. A lot of stuff. Gang oh, ties. Yeah. That's coming. You know, yes. he wore too much blue. Right. One day. He had a blue bandana. He had a nope. blue shirt. He, he a was blue. a member of the Proud Boys. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to come out. Wouldn't be yeah, Deshaun was crypt, I think, and now uh, yeah. will be proud boys. But that's that, but that's what happens, and that's the problem with you know the way that organization is being run. You know, it was no secrets in Green Bay, right? About you know uh, a Rod being unpleased with his yeah. with his new head coach yeah. and the plays they were running. He would in- say it. He yep. was saying, look, I'm not on the same page with him right now. We still got to work some things out. We'll get it together. But right now, we're just not in sync with each other. Right. In fact, it was Carson who was pounding on AOC's office door, making oh. her feel threatened for her life. I think that's that would, what's going to come out. Do we have a picture of Carson Wentz or was that Jake Asman? Yeah. <laughs> They're never seen in the same right. place at the same time. Asman <laughs> and Wentz. Real quick, we didn't we didn't announce it today, but because we had Kevin Gagate hanging on for so long, but it is a free phone Friday. It is. And Mike from Pittsburgh has called into the middle. What's happening, Mike? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. What's up, Mike? Good, good. Uh, I think the wrong team is in the NFC, and um, Kansas City is going to beat their butts to the ground. But that's uh, my Ooh. feeling. Yep. You guys uh, playing golf this weekend or what? No, man. We got it. It's still eight eight inches of snow on the ground. Where do you live that there's no snow in Pennsylvania? <laughs> well, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. <laughs> do. Do you care to make a bet with Aton? Because Aton is on Tampa and you're on Kansas City. Let's make a wager here. Permandy's brother sandwich. I'll send you a Permandy brother sandwich. And then what do you want from here? <laughs> Where are you guys located? Oh, it doesn't it's Philly. It doesn't matter. I'll get you whatever you want. Philly, holy cow. Send me oh, you know what I need? I need two tickets to the waste management open next year. Next year, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get you that. <laughs> but I need two Permani Brothers sandwiches if we're gonna do that. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I just thought it, they got coleslaw and fries on them, right? Is there any difference? That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Mike, we're losing. Uh, we're losing a connection there. We appreciate you though. Yeah, and, yeah we'll do that. Well, I'll work on the two tickets to the Waste Open. Now, yeah. in fact, I get those. They may somehow land in my and Harry's lap. Right. And that wouldn't be my fault. I'm just no. They well, may I'm, not get filtered down to uh, to Mike. No. Well, you if know, you this, get this, your hands on those, right? These Pumani Brothers sandwiches, man. I mean, yeah. I think they're only they're good, good at like two o'clock at night. You're gonna lose your Pittsburgh card here. No, I'm telling you, they're good at they're, they're good at two a.m. After night. about fifteen IC lights, yes. right? I man, they, you gotta have that, man. Iron City, man. Iron City Brews. Have you a couple of those after you mm-hmm. just you know left uh you know left left down there. Uh, by Nakamas, great food, great food. Then, but don't go at twelve o'clock in the afternoon and think you'll have great food. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! Unbelievable! I have a stat. You ready for this stat? This number? yeah. Is this oh, the stat of the day? <laughs> oh, here. This is a stat that's going to further his viewpoint on Tampa covering the number. Correct. Correct. Yes. Let's see. Let's see. What is the reason why the Tampa Bay Bucks will win the World Series? <laughs> it's a bit loosely based on Karnak. If yes. You remember, right? World Series. Yeah, I was just doing the whole, like, he doesn't know what he's talking about thing. Five and two. All right. Five mm-hmm. and two. This is the record for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Five and two. When a wide receiver goes 100 or more against them. So I'll explain why that means something. Listen, listen, it's not over. Five and two, when an opposing wide receiver goes for at least 100 yards, guess how many points each of those two losses were by? Three. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's why you got three and a half. Can do whatever the hell he wants. Right. Put three guys on Travis Kelsey. Bucks win the football game. <laughs> so five and two straight up. Yes. Okay. All and right. the only two losses straight up were by three points. Nice. You know, they've only lost, right? This year, Tampa Bay, they only have one loss by more than three points. And that's that Kansas was New City. Orleans. What was the first, final of the Kansas City game? The first game in New Orleans. Right. Oh, they got blown yeah. out in that game. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that was it. And, I mean, they, they were brand new. They were brand new to the league. And then they came back and covered when they played Kansas City. That's right. Uh, later on. But they I were losing what. like 17-0 right out of the shoot in that game, right? Right, yep. right, right. Yeah. I fully talked my way into Tampa. Wow. You might load up even more. Uh, I, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of props out there. I don't know how much more I can load up at this point. <laughs> I need something tonight. Wow. I need something to sink my teeth into tonight. Flyers on a on a money line? Oh, jeez. Against Boston? They're due to get to beat Boston. Uh, you would think, right? I mean, right. you need to, to – you have something? It sounds like you have something. Me? Yeah, you kept saying, all right. All no, right. I'm just looking at this story on uh, the front page at ESPN.com. The secret to Eric Bieniemy's unstoppable offense. Uh, I thought it was Andy Reid's yeah, offense. I thought it was Andy Reid also. Yeah. yeah. I don't Interesting. Know. Who calls right, the plays? Andy. We we went through this with Doug. Yeah. Maybe, I don't think he calls Eric... the plays. I think Eric calls the plays. Really? You watch him on the sideline. Okay. Let's do that. We'll we'll take a break. We need a breakdown too coming up on yeah. Monday. Are you gonna give us a Super Bowl breakdown? Bro, I gotta give it. Well, 
they they kind of hosed me a little bit the uh, the last time. But it's just one game this time, so they might be able to get it to me. But they hosed me, man. I didn't get it till I didn't get it till Thursday. Remember, I, I showed you guys on 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 Wednesday that they hadn't sent me the the, uh, the film through um right. you know through, through game ticket. All right, we got you covered here. We'll make sure that you get it for Monday and wrap the hour coming up next. Remember, seven minutes from now, we go overtime here. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Wow. What's up? My dogs hate the snow. Yeah? They go out there for a few seconds, and they, man, they trying to get back in. Yeah, good. Yeah. They're, they're like me. <laughs> is Moose in the net tonight? John Shelton says I think, so. I think your, he is. Your boy. He's yeah. in the net. Uh-oh. Well, you know, mate, it looks like they have better – they they have better cohesiveness defensively when Moose is in there. Wow. I suppose. You know, I mean, I mean, look at it. You know, the record the record it shows. Barry taking a shot at Carter Hart. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I'll, 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 I might put. This might be a twenty unit. What do you think? <laughs> twenty unit play on the Flyers. Twenty line, units. Right? <laughs> oh my God. We moved up seventy positions off this one play. I'm gonna move up. Watch. <laughs> This is my hockey game of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm with it. Flyers on the money line. Do we need to test uh, Mertidis on this or no? Yeah, we need to. We need need to call him out on this. Well, why don't you send? He's gone silent. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I sent all those texts this morning about that other show, and he didn't answer any of those. No, nothing. And he's he's not even you know wouldn't even hurt his status if he no. Have to work. Jeez, how do we break? <laughs> to find out more info, getting crushed on these slots, man. So how do you? What do you do? You just oh you just have God. it on. Uh, just repeat. You put a certain amount in there. You just have them repeat the um, see if you hit or not. Yep. <laughs> That's just too much money, man. A lot of times I make up what I lose. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Overtime coming your way in uh, three minutes here. And you mentioned something right there before we broke. 
about this story now. Eric Bietemi, we're talking a little bit about that. And then that opened up something in the break that we were just talking about. But that's fine. Well, I mean, I thought when I watched the game, when, when I watched the game, I see Bietemi making the play calls. I see Bietemi is the one that's the, um, you know, really – making things happen because I just see Big Red just sitting there just almost like he's officiating. You know, he's sitting there. Well, they both have the Chinese menus in front of their mouth. Right, 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 right. But I want to know who's really talking to the quarterback because only one of them can talk to the quarterback. Right. So I don't know which one it is because both of them look like they're extra involved with everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. Man, I I don't know. I don't understand it. I, I don't even at this point. It's, you know, looking at where we are right now in, in the whole landscape of this league, it just feels like there's probably going to be at least two more guys moved. Carson Wentz looks like it's inevitable he's going to be moved. You think he's going to be traded? Yeah, here's why. Well, where, though? Well, I, I don't know. Oh, okay. And, and that's that's part of my issue is that I, I don't – I don't believe that teams are aggressively calling, but that doesn't mean I don't think he could be traded, especially for a little bit of a hit. Mm-hmm. I just look and think there are, there's an opportunity to pry some people out to Sean Watson. I mean, that where has that story slowed down to where people are now thinking he's going to come back? Well, let's say that um, at this point, he's not wanting to come back. So since he's not wanting to come back, he's willing to sit out. So if you're wow. willing to sit out, that says a lot, man. Man, I don't know about that. Well, sit out. That's the way it's looking, man. He's that. He's that because he says that the management lied to him. They told him he was going to be involved in the whole GM search, the whole mm-hmm. coaching search, and he wasn't involved at all. So he said, "You know what? I'm out on this. You know, I hate to do it to you, but I'll sit out now." He said, "I hate to do it to you." No, well, you know I had to put our spin Man, on it. That would be awesome. <laughs> you didn't find the audio if that's the case. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, how, admit, I, I want it real quick. How much were you all rooting for Gonzaga to lose that game outright to the University of the Pacific so you could rip me on my Nova decision no. the day before? No, I I had no interest either way. I wasn't. I, I don't watch games or pay attention to scores uh, with the hopes of ripping you. Well, I, I did. I, I must admit that I did when he brought up the uh, the you know the Sixers winning, and then he said the um, the Flyers lose, and then it, it was going perfectly, and all of a sudden, bam! Told you they lost in overtime. Exactly the way he said it too. Speaking of overtime. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book it. Flyers plus 110 on the money line. Keep that up. It's overtime. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Barrett Brook, Gary Mays, Aethon Shander. Brought to you, as you see, by our friends at Book It Sports at Book It HQ on Twitter. Download the app and you can follow along with us. Jeff Parles, Fade Parles. You want to know where that comes from? And it is the place to go not only to brag, but also to get ripped. It's an awesome community and we invite you to be a part of it. And I'm I'm gonna roll with the Flyers tonight, gentlemen. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm rolling with the Flyers tonight, but uh, tomorrow I'm also rolling with uh, the Sixers to beat the Nets. Even if they're even if if even if the Nets are at full strength, I'm going with the whole town, wow. boys. Okay. Parles has lost his last three, by the way. Okay, so I guess he has not <laughs> in college basketball. Yeah, I guess he has not moved with that. Um, no. College basketball is too hard. It's to bet, tough. Man. It's tough. Yeah. Last night was difficult, even watching the Pacific thing. But Sixers, you would think. I mean, Brooklyn's playing back to back. They are at home hosting the Raptors tonight. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested. I'm not going to bet that game until I see what happens with this game tonight. If Brooklyn comes out and they have a lot going for them, and and you know they're on fire and they're cruising, and I'm going to take the Sixers back to back on a night where you gave a lot tonight. You have to take on Philadelphia. Sixers want to do everything possible to erase that awful taste in their mouths from getting beat up by Portland at home. Uh, I love the comeback element, the bounce mm-hmm. back element. But again, if Brooklyn sleepwalks tonight, then you know that then they, they show up the next night. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Then I might stay away from the game. But if well, hopefully they don't wear those hideous uniforms. The next oh, one, yeah. the Brooklyn uniform. You know, oh, those were awful oh, the yeah. other night. Oh, Wait, yeah. uh, these aren't the throwback Drazen ones, are they? No, no, no. They're the, the city ones. The ones, oh, you know, that uh, which most of them. You can't even oh. tell what team is which now. You know, no, they, know. They're, wearing, they're wearing the same colors as the opposing team. Yeah, it's a joke. If they were away. I like the Drazen Petrovich era. Net. Those are great. Oh, those are great. And I wonder how much of it is just because it's Drazen. Like if it were, if it was John Petrovic, w- would we care so much about? Well, it's that, that powder thing? blue, though. I think that yeah. just looks good. Yeah, Kenny Anderson had those. Yeah, two Kenny years. did. Yep, yep, yep. And even your boy DC, rocking the. That's right. Dimacells. That's right. That's a that's a throwback kick right there. The BK Dimacells. I think the old Kansas City Omaha Kings had that powder blue too in one of their uniforms before Is they became right? the Sacramento. Wow, Kings. that's great knowledge by you. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're right. And Before they move west, right? Legs Magruder back then, who had the two hand set shot. <laughs> Crazy legs Magruder. Yeah, him. Hey, we had this kid uh, back in the day, man. He um he was he used to shoot like that with two hands and would not miss. I'm like, this yeah. kid can go pro, but you know because of me, he he just would not miss until you know he's out on the playground. Until yeah. you brought him inside and played organized basketball, he couldn't hit the. Broad side of a barn, man. He, yeah. I mean, he missed everything when he played uh, organized basketball. But put him out there on the on the on the concrete, he wouldn't miss a shot, man. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm talking about like the Otis Bird song, Kansas City Omaha Kings. You remember wow. him? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. I, I yeah. definitely remember that. That's some throwback. Yes. Right there, old school. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Is there a way that let me see real quick? Stricker now, you see this, right? Steve Stricker? Yeah, eleven under. Yeah. Keenan Brad Keegan, pardon me, Brad now uh, a shot behind him and Scheffler has dropped. Yeah, Scheffler double bogey to par four. He had like a three putt double bogey. Uh, or a four putt, excuse me. He was on in two, sixty feet away and four putted. Made uh double. Now he's just birdied the par three seventh. He's got two holes to play. And he's five under for the day, nine under for the tournament. You know what? I'm going to have to start watching golf like that. You know I'm, You know what's funny? I'm a very coachable person, man. And if I watch golf, 
before I go play it, I tend to play better. Now, yeah. better's not very good, but still, I'll, I'll, I'll play better, man, because I see things and I'm able to, and you know, put it in my game. But I, if I don't play for a while, I'm watching for a while, I just lose everything. Man. Wow. Every everything that I felt as far as you know, swinging, everything just leaves. Aton, uh, Barrett's making golf sound very easy, like you can just yeah. sort of watch it on TV and go replicate it. Yes. Yeah. I, I wish I, that were the case. I'm, <laughs> Did you not get a chance to watch the last time you came out with us? Is that what oh, happened? I didn't watch. I didn't watch. It's like I hadn't watched anything. Remember, I hadn't played. I hadn't played really um, in in four months, three three or four months before when I played with you guys. And I know, and I feel as though you guys did that on purpose. Last time Jaws gave him a freebie, probably right. that was the last time exactly. he played, right? Hey, look, da, da, da. Man, you can yeah. as time as you want. You know, you play yeah. as much as you want. You let me know when you're ready to come back out. We'll come back out. Fred Baxter even threw Jaws a bone when he came on with his yesterday. How about that? We can yeah. go. We can go anytime you guys want to. Jaws will let us play as many times as we want. How about we start doing stuff with Jaws on the show, and we start promoting his courses, and start playing out in his courses, and maybe wow. do a show live from the course. I mean, well, you know, why don't we start working this in here? Well, hey, let's well, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's well, do no, it. This is, we is you. You yeah. are the one who connects with Ron Jaworski. <laughs> Harry and I know Jaws. <laughs> Harry and I can talk with Jaws. Right. Harry and I can shake his hand and say, Jaws, forever. We love you. How you been? But we can do what you can do. Watch this. It'd be like this. Hey, Ron, how's it going today? Yeah, yeah. Wife okay? Yeah, okay. Uh -huh. Hey, um, I want to know if you want to come out and uh, do my show, man. I, you know, I'll... Put your golf courses on, you know. To, no. <laughs> In fact, what do you mean, who is this? <laughs> this is Barrett. What do you mean, Barrett? Who, Jaws? Hey. He's <laughs> going to get farther along than us. Who is this, Coffee Jones? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> hey, Coffee, quit playing on the phone. Jesus. Coffee's pranking me again, saying right. he's Barrett Brooks. So, speaking of prank, and, and I'll, I'll leave you with this idea. We can throw it out to the stream. As we still have a lot of people. This is what we do over time each and every day, hanging with us, and we, and we appreciate you on that. I put out two straight days. I was making fun of the Eagles situation about the phone calls and saying that, you know, Frank Rizzo and Saul Rosenberg. We talked about this yesterday, about how the mm -hmm. Jerky Boys right. were pranking Howie Roseman. So I got a text from a good buddy of mine, Lou, who was a mutual friend of our friend Schwartz. But Lou, Lou was a fantastic producer. He was a producer, right? That guy yeah, up in the, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a great, great producer. And now Russo? No, no, Pellegrino. Pellegrino's last name. He's fantastic, but he's a really good mind, like for radio and concepts. Works with. Uh, he worked with Pharrell for a while too. He did absolutely. Yeah. He was like Pharrell's number one guy yeah. when that whole thing came to rise. So he sends me this text, and he's like, just in case you ever need one half of the jerky boys on your show, haha, saw your tweet. He wouldn't know me. You know, he keeps going. So he hit me up. It's it's not Frank Rizzo. It's the other guy, Kamal, who does the Egyptian magician and Pistol, mm -hmm. so many of those. I, I don't know. Part of me is thinking, like, yes. we have this story that writes itself about Howie Roseman getting pranked by teams and GMs about, yeah, I'll give you 15 first-round picks for Carson Wentz. We have access to one of the jerky boys. Do it. You know, so, can we make something happen with that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Can we make a bit, or should we bring him on and – I think he's got to call Howie. We get we get him Howie's number to call. Yeah, and have him record it. <laughs> Absolutely. Hello, 
I love when he cries just for no reason. <laughs> Is that what we do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We could have some fun with this. I interviewed the other guy, by the way. The Rizzo guy? Brennan, yeah. Oh, okay. When I was out in, in Portland, he came to town. And it, it's, yeah, he would, I think he's, he's warped in a good way. Like, I think he is warped in the sense of half the time he's answering things in character. Mm-hmm. But it's not an entire answer. It's like, hey, Johnny, can you tell us? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to be out here doing this thing, liver lips, and then, no, 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 do that. You know, he's like, right. Back and forth. Well, the stream is saying, why don't you call, have the guy call Parles? And do what? That would be amazing. I don't know. Anything, anything. Can you imagine that? Maybe he could be like an interior direct, an interior designer. Calling up to redesign Parles' apartment. I don't hate it. Right? I don't hate it, Harry. I don't hate it. I mean, you know, window treatments. uh, He specializes in window treatments and uh, and artwork. Yes. We'll match match it to his hat. Right. (laughs) You heard that he needs some help. Yes. How do we do that without it it being a complete obvious prank? (laughs) Who else is like nobody else has ripped Jeff Parles about his background but us? Well, nobody. not that not that we know of. No, probably yeah. nobody. Not at all. <laughs> all right, let's go around real quick one more time. I got the Bucks with the points, and I'm going to go under the total at 56. Yeah, I, I'll take the under all the way to 51 and a half, but I'll take Tampa with the points mm-hmm. and the under. Harry, uh, I'm going under 56. And I'm rooting for Tampa, but I'm not taking the side. So you're not playing. You're just going to play the no, under. No, taking the All under. Right. Okay. Right. Tampa outright, and I'm going with the under. Wow. Outright. Outright tonight. That term is going to come up on the show, and Michael Barkan is going to give you this little oh. smile, like when my kid places his first bet online, and Seth is going to look at you like, what? And Ray Diddy won't even notice it because he's going to be nose deep. In well, he's throat. buried in his legal pad. Yeah. <laughs> what a cool you have there. All right. Oh, my goodness. That's it. All right, guys. Talk to you guys later. See you guys. All right. We'll see you Monday. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.